Yeah, 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 I know, I'm making sounds. Oh, we can talk now? I don't care, it's fine. I was being good. No, I know you were. You were dropping stuff. It's true. Break stuff. Break stuff. Welcome to Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Joe's back from London. I'm back, baby. Back from his brush with greatness. Mm -hmm. Grapeness? Yes. It was pretty grape. Grape ape. Grape ape. (laughs) Um, do you remember Grape Ape? You, know, you guys don't even know Grape Ape, do you? Yeah. I don't yeah, know the cause, name. Cause, I'd probably uh, recognize it if I saw a picture. It was when uh, Boomerang was playing before Cartoon Network would get into its other newer cartoons on like Saturday mornings when I was growing up. I can accept that. So, uh, yeah. How you doing, Gonzo? Got some Herculoids in there, too. You're goddamn right you did. <laughs> yeah. Herculoids, um... What was it? I mean, what was the Hanna Barbera lineup? It was Bird Herculoids. Man. It was uh, Birdman. It was Birdman mm-hmm. before he was a lawyer. Yeah. Um, it was Space Ghost yep, before Space he Ghost. before he had a t- before, before he had a talk he was show. Coast to coast. Um, um, it had uh, Laugh Olympics, mm-hmm. which had all of the Hanna Barbera characters I feel like and the weird snorks sports. Were up, but I'd never watched them the Snorks were on there. I mean, you, you could do Snorks and Smurfs. Yeah. Snorks. snorks and Smurfs were on there too. But like Jabberjaw. Yeah. Basically, Jabberjaw. they basically Jabberjaw okay. So basically, what they did was Dune Buggy too. I think that. Boomerang, that early that boomerang thing. Basically, what that that was was that was just a replay of what used to be called the USA Cartoon Express, mm-hmm. which when I was a little kid, because all of those that you all those shows yeah. were from like before me. Mm-hmm. Those were like from the early seventies. Right. All that Hanna Barbera stuff, all that you know that, that kind of second generation Scooby Doo era mm-hmm. stuff. Um, now Boomerang shows like Dexter's Lab on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? Boomerang shows the stuff from when we were kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We started recording, so technically... I yeah, go for it. Now. Go for it. Oh, you're not. You're still not. You got to do it right at the mic. Oh, no. No, that's not no, what this is. The mic. This is what he does with the mic. I feel like you could have done... You, you've done better before. Yeah, I figure I'm probably triggering some people's, like, problems. I don't care. They don't like mouth noises. <sighs> mouth noises. Oh, word mouth. Um, so Yeah, that's the one. That, no, that, that's the one. I... <laughs> I know, like, certain people that actually really, like, yeah. get set off by that noise. What's the one that I, that I like to do? The, my wife hates one. I like the word moist. Moist. Yeah. Well, there goes our five-star rating. Moist. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I'd like to thank the five reviews that we have <laughs> for finally giving us enough reviews to actually give us five stars. And only on one of them was ours. Right, only one of them only, is me. Yeah, so I didn't do one. So today's show, what we're going to do is just give you guys a, what we're going to do. We're going to do kind of what we do. We do the news. Yep. I don't have news. Of course you don't. And then we're going to do the meat of the show. When are we doing the bourbon part of the show? Uh, do you want to do the bourbon now? Do, what, do we, what if we Grouching do it before? No, what if we do it before the meat? What if we do after news? After news. Okay. Because, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do a, we're gonna do a, a recurring, what, what's going to be a recurring um, bit. bit. It won't be weekly because, but I think that we should all occasionally oh. bring in a bottle of something You're and we'll taste it. You're trying to goad Angel's Envy into giving us some free bourbon. Yes. All right. Because we can't drink Angel's Envy until they send it to us directly. I'm telling you, so. Um, if you need our contact information, feel free to direct message us on Twitter, Angel's Envy. Know you're out there. I'm telling you. And you can direct to, yes, and, and our, our Twitter handle, it's just, just it's easy enough to find. Mm-hmm. At Couch Crutches. There you go. Or you can email it to us at couchcrutches at gmail.com. Or you can send it to our new Instagram and oh. DM it. 
That's also at Couch Crouches. Nobody wants the name Couch Crouches, apparently. I'm telling you. Boy, it's you, almost like I designed that segue or something. You know who loves Couch Crouches, though? Is it me? It's the, it's the Grouch Potatoes. The Grouch I, I have to confirm your suspicions. When I was listening to the episode on my drive home last night, I heard the phrase Grouch Potatoes, and I did go, ha! <laughs> Thank you, Doug's wife. Thank you, Doug's wife. Thank you, Doug's wife. Um... What was her name? Elizabeth? I'm gonna you're gonna have a real asshole I am. get her name wrong. Sorry, um, Doug's wife. I, I feel it, better saying a name than I, Doug's I, wife. I, I feel though. like her name is oh shit, it's Elizabeth. I can't even make fun of Yes. Uh, okay. I know names sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I know Doug. <laughs> I know Doug. Um I went to school with Doug. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. So um I, think I say that every time. You do. Maybe. Um Somebody said that I should be doing, we should be doing more theme songs for things, for bits. Yeah. So I'm going to have to find theme songs for bits. If you guys have ideas for stuff, let me know. That's our newest theme song. Just a little. I don't think so. No. Uh, you get back. Are you kidding me? I'm pulling that. Yeah. I'm pulling that from the oh, file. Just that noise. All and right. that's going to be just joke. That's it. That's All it. Right. All right. Well, then there we go. The, the, the news. Sound has has come forth. Um, in talking to Joe, looks like we both got a lot of um, a lot of Marvel news. More um, Marvel news, but you know what? It's big right now. Oh yeah, and our uh, our um, bonus episode, which was the uh, Infinity War mm-hmm. review, has dropped, and people have been listening to it. Mm-hmm. A couple people were like, "Hey, wh- why did you wait so long?" And it was like, well, because every, uh, you know, and, and the, one of the people that, that that waited so long has a podcast of, of, mm-hmm. of her own. And was like, why did you wait so long? I put one out last week. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not a dick like you. Right. We wanted to make sure our, uh, the, the Grouch Potatoes had a chance to go see the movie before they heard us spoil the movie. For Didn't like and actually it wasn't a dick. Potatoes come with us. Yeah. Well, like, here, here, no, and, and, and no, and anyone else that did it earlier is not a dick. I'm totally kidding. Mm-hmm. But literally there were, you know, specific sectors of our audience again because it's still we, we we're still we're still building an I audience i just saw someone on facebook that earlier like, today who said they hadn't seen it yeah yet. and like oh boy it's been two weeks thanks for all the spoilers now i guess it's okay to do it yes it is okay to do it mm-hmm. after two weeks once you know you know once the news starts doing it by the way right. dying in the background is my wife jamie say hi jamie hi jamie or did you mean for her to say hi oh that was okay but jamie could also say hi she waved hi yeah okay so uh, let's start with the news. I'll go first. Okay. Um, no, actually, I won't go first because I, well, we're just going to have overlapping Mar- Marvel yeah. stories, whether I like it or not. So why don't you go first? Okay. Um, so my first story is um, thanks to um, some clever wording. So there's already been some rumors that Juggernaut was going to pop up in Deadpool 2 based on one, like, almost single frame shot of Colossus punching something that's the shape of Juggernaut's helmet. <laughs> um, so... Um, the uh, Tyler Bates, who um, was going through the listing of the tracks, I think he might have scored the movie, has a has a track called You Can't Stop This Motherfucker. <laughs> um, and he, he claims it's his favorite track, and it contains a choir singing lyrics referencing the mutant's unstoppable nature, including he's a juggernaut, you can't stop this motherfucker. So they're basically confirming the fact that juggernaut will be popping up in Deadpool 2. But if, he, if he doesn't now, it's going to be disappointing. Maybe it's a big old bait and switch. Who knows? Yeah. But I still okay. want that track. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, all right, moving on. Um, 
I'll do a non-Marvel one first. Um, very happy to say that it looks like there's going to be a, uh, a sequel to the uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny film. Classic film. Um, so, yeah, Jack Black did uh, announce... I like Jack Black 90% of the time. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. 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 Maybe 90 is a little high. But... I don't know. I mean, no, but, I would uh, put Jack Black. I might put myself at like a 95% Jack Black guy. I like I like, Jack... when I like he a seems lot to be really enjoying yeah. the role he's in as opposed to, well, I guess I'm Jack Black in this one now. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, he he announced it at a uh, at a film at a music festival in Atari Atlanta. Atari commercial Jack Black is my favorite. That Jack was Black. not not Atari. No, it's an Activision commercial. Oh shit! I feel dumb just now. because you can play it on the Atari it was not an Atari commercial. It was Activision. Oh, it was Pitfall. Yeah, yeah. it was fucking Jack Black in a pith helmet. Didn't they uh, advertise a couple different Activision games in that though? He was specifically in the. He pit was specifically pit for pit Pitfall. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least I'm, I don't feel so bad being mostly right. It was no, you're right. I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay. So, yeah, uh, he, he announced it. Um, he said the movie will be coming in October. Um, but, you know, we'll see what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm excited with the possibility of like that. Like this October? Like October 2018? Uh, I don't know. Sure. How long does it take to make a tenacious fucking That's true. Movie? I mean, they <laughs> you just, know? you know, rip off a bong a couple times and just fucking yeah. get out. And just fucking rock out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what's your next one? Um, so my next one is we're going back to Marvel. Um, let's see. It was uh, Joe Russo. Well, the Russo brothers and uh, Kevin Feige have been, or is it Feige? It's Feige. Feige. Um, they've been going over some fan theories for what they think, what fans have been speculating the next Avengers to be. Um, and they've Avengers called a, four, Avengers two. They've they've called a few out as being completely wrong. It's not going to be called Avengers Infinity Gauntlet. Um, that would be stupid. Yes. Um, so Joe, it was Joe Russo. Joe Russo has claimed that the person who's gotten the closest was someone who said it could be Avengers Forever. I'm still going with Avengers Heroes Reborn. That's what I'm going mm. with because they like to use those. Um, those comic book titles. Right. Someone also said um, reassembled mm-hmm. or reassemble. Yeah. So. I mean, they've, like, I, I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, Kevin Feige said that, like, Avengers 4, he, hey, look, nobody's he wishes dead anymore. He hadn't held back on the name, but they're still not announcing the name. So, yeah, I, he said it, it, yeah. it's, it, it's not as much speculation that it's worth. Right. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Um, I'll throw this up with the, um, super depressing news. Um, hey, Jamie, you might want to hear this too. Spoilers, by the way, we're obviously spoiling mm-hmm. fucking Age of, uh, Night World, uh, Infinity, Infinity War. Um, someone on, um, someone on Twitter asked James Gunn, mm-hmm. who obviously had a lot to do with things that happened in Infinity War. Right. He also helped write some of it. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, James Gunn, might be too soon to ask this, but do you know what Groot's last line is at the end of the movie? So I'll remember what happens to Groot at the right. end of the movie. Spoilers, he crumbles to ash and then says, as he's mm-hmm. crumbling, he says, I am Groot. So the guy said, you know, do you know what Groot's last line at the end of the movie is? And James Gunn said, yes, dad. So he's looking at Rocket Raccoon mm-hmm. and crumbles to ash and says, dad. Oh. Does anyone else want to die right now? But I'm pretty sure I I brought that up in our spoiler one too, which is you know Rocket and and Peter are dad and dad to Groot now. Right? Yeah. 
they're both filling the dad role that neither of them really had. Peter's mm-hmm. mom. Yeah, what? Yeah. Peter's I mom. Know, yeah. And just also as a quick side note, I'm just going to just add one more piece of news because Joe mentioned it at the same time that I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, evidently the relationship between uh, Tony Stark and uh, and uh, Doctor Strange is based on Frasier. Just putting that out there. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me so fucked. And if you think about it, it's totally true. Mm-hmm. All right. Except Frasier didn't use the word douchebag as much. No. <laughs> So yeah, I love Butterscotch Cabbage Patch saying douchebag. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to just put it out there. If you guys have news that you want us to talk about, and it doesn't have to be geek news. It could be no. news of the weird. It could be new, any, any kind of news. Any Send news. it to me. I have no news consistently. Uh, I'm serious. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. Yes. Yes. God damn it, Gonzo. You're, you're, you're a genius. I am. Your, <laughs> so your news, if, if you guys want to hear Gonzo give news... Send Gonzo send your news, and you can send it to us at couchcrouches at gmail.com <laughs> listen, listen or at couchcrouches on yeah. Twitter. Listen to me confusingly read your... So I guess there's a... Uh... Oh, no, you'll have to read it before we record. Oh, oh okay. Fun. Okay, okay. That's fine. I don't know, we'll see. Or if you want to send it to him, you could whisper it to a dog and then feed your dog an old steak, and then your dog will have a dream of a man <laughs> running through a field, and that man will be Gonzo. <laughs> Did you did you like my uh, throw a rock? I the did. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That was a pretty fun one. I mean, shamelessly ripping off mm-hmm. uh, "Hello from the Magic Tavern," but yeah. beautiful. They they love to know that we're listening. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right. So I would love it if they listened. Yeah. I would too. Adel Rafai, come on. Yeah, come on there, Matt Young, and uh, that other guy. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. quick shout out. Um, we'll see if they're actually listening. Um, quick shout out to the Nerdlies. Over on the West Coast, who are uh, good friends of mine, um, and you know, Chris and Rachel have, have both been very nice Do to me and giving me, no. giving me, um, no, you don't, giving me advice. They have a, mm-hmm. they, they're friends of mine that, that I've worked with many times. Um, oh, yeah. And they have, um, they have a podcast. Oh, you've they, mentioned I, you, you yeah, they're on the West Coast. They're I very cool. This now. So if you guys actually listen, give us a shout. Um, I'd appreciate it. Uh, Ron Perlman, if you're listening, give us <laughs> yeah. a shout. And of course, I will also. Uh, as always, you know, he, he plugged us on his last show, so I'll plug him, you know, Jordan over at Table to Stage. Check him out. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, um, I've queued up I Drink Alone by George Thorogood as we... Uh, but we're not drinking alone. We're drinking together, but still. Um, do you want to do one bourbon, one scotch, one beer instead? That's it's too late. Too late. Now. You've yeah. got this All right, music so playing. here's what we got. We're professionals, goddammit. Yep. So I went to... Um, <clears throat> The liquor store the other day. Which one? Uh, it's a chain liquor store. Um, I went to Total Wine and Spirits in West I Hartford, Connecticut. I love those guys. Um, and so the funny like, thing is, Disneyland. Um, yeah. So I went in, and we. I just went in, just went in to look around. I went in, went in to see if they carried Angels Envy, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't have any in. And I talked to the guy, and I said, "Hey, you guys want any Angels Envy?" He's like, "Yeah, it's really hard to get. Like, we we, we get it when we get it. It's mm-hmm. up front because we sell it immediately." I'm like, right. okay. So I'm like, all right, well, cool. And he said, um, he's like, yeah. He's like, are you're a bourbon drinker though, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, we have a bourbon that we're featuring. Um, would you like to taste it? The answer to that question is always yes. Correct. So I did. Um, and he's, it was a really a, it's a thirty dollar bottle of bourbon, which is not terrible for you know, good you know. Good, 750 mil, you know, a bottle of bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried it, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you what my impressions were of it beforehand, but 
Uh, it's a small batch, 1792, Kentucky straight bourbon. Um, Jesus, 1997 is 21 this year. <laughs> uh, 93.7 proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff. I don't like that. Good stuff. Um, so uh, I tried it, and it uh, it's different than some bourbons in that it's it's a spicy bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely has some fruity notes to it, and we're not being you know pretentious. Like literally, that's right. what this shit tastes like. Yeah. So I'm popping it right now. So we're gonna try it two different ways. We're gonna ooh, ooh. we're gonna drink it. We're gonna have a spot of it neat. I'm pouring. Oh, should I should I do it with the microphone? I'm sorry. So I'm pouring one finger each. Get get that get that tasty ASMR. So we get to drink this, and then we add water after. We don't have to drink the whole finger, but yeah, oh. we should drink the first. We can't. If you want to drink the whole finger, drink the whole finger. Um, actually, well, you know, fuck it. We'll actually pour real fingers. Oh man. Yeah, it's good. Take the one you want, Joe. I want. I'm gonna take the yeah. little cup. Yeah, the one with the most in it. <laughs> This might not have the most in it. No, it, no, it's a right. smaller, it, it yeah. doesn't. It's a smaller glass. All right, so let's. So first things first. I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. Says, let's go ahead and uh, throw it in our nose real quick. It does have a. It's got a good smell. Yeah. So it. I'm already anticipating liking it better with water. Think really? so? You think so? Yeah. I think so. Um, so. All right. So we got this. It's yeah. It smells good. Um, I would say it, it's kind of a. Uh, it does kind of have a little vanilla on it. Mm-hmm. Did you taste some? No, I haven't. It? it definitely has a little bit of vanilla on the nose. Not quite turpentine. <laughs> no, 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 no. It definitely got got some got some vanilla on that. A little bit of wood on that. I can almost. You were talking about it being a spice. I can. I don't know if it's me putting that in my brain, but I almost like after I take it away from my nose mm-hmm. and I just let it sit. I can almost feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and uh, let's let's throw a bit. It's spicier. It's not as smooth as, say, right. like Angel's Envy. It's definitely, mm-hmm. it's spicier on the tongue. Definitely hits the front of the mm-hmm. tongue more. Mm-hmm. But I, I def, I don't think there was some bourbon that we had that we like had to drink it with a little water in it. Um, I forget what it was, but it was pretty shitty. Um, but this, I don't think I necessarily need. I think. Hmm. I could probably drink this neat. Yeah, I, I, I may have reversed my decision a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, are you, it's it's no, it, that, that was no, no, the no, cough but still, having, it's but. no bullshit. Like yeah. it's it's definitely it's definitely a lot more assertive than than mm-hmm. some of the smoother bourbons. It's um, but it's like it's it's not spicy because it's a cheap bourbon. It's spicy because it's a spicy bourbon. It's mm-hmm. got it's definitely got. Put your eggnog in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd yeah, be that'd be good. Especially with that vanilla, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you could definitely do. You could definitely do some um, some cocktails with that. So I'm gonna look at this real quick. Just want to read through that back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Old fashioned with this would be pretty. Would tasty. be very good. Yeah. Would be very good. I wouldn't whiskey. I wouldn't whiskey sour this. Oh, fuck like that now. But whiskey sours are also garbage. Incomparably brash and bold, yet smooth and balanced. I was just looking to see if they um, aged it in a different kind of barrel. No, yeah, no, it's it's, it's definitely yeah. 
Yeah. So now we're gonna we're gonna add a spot of water. And gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna give it just a we're gonna just give it a minute just to kind of air out. So those of you that don't know, when you drink bourbon, a little water opens up the nose a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, you can just you can just watch watch those uh, oils crash out of it. Oh yeah. Water. Right, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. If you just yeah, if you, if you throw the water and you just spin it, you can mm -hmm. definitely see the viscosity change. Which is why I've I've like I've been sitting drinking bourbon. With like you know, I get I get it on the rocks every so often. Just like I I water. prefer my bourbon on the rocks, and, but it's um, me though. I'll be sitting next to somebody and be like, "Oh, you're ruining your bourbon." And I'm just like, "Fuck you." No, I'm not actually. This is bad. So it's so it's funny. Listen, uh, listen. Neither of you are wrong. This mm -hmm. will lend to my rant. Opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this will lend to part of my rant. Um, oh, tonight. tonight I almost have a little rant too. Okay. Well, when we get to when we get to Gonzo's Black Magic Corner, we can. You will replace it with Gonzo's real quick rant. Well, no, I mean you, you can have your quick rant anyway. But, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and hit it. Let's go ahead and see how we did. So now we've we've kind of let it air out for a bit. I mean, it's definitely smoother. That is way. that not completely different? Yeah. Yeah. Is that not? And, definitely. And, I mean, I I didn't put. No. I probably put a, a full dropper full of. Mm -hmm. Water in each glass. Smokier. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's it's definitely so it's getting away from the vanilla, mm -hmm. and you're getting more wood. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Boy, that's I had that's I hadn't had I hadn't had mm -hmm. I hadn't it had it really with water. Is. Yeah. It's it's like I'm drinking a, a different. Well, room. like I said, you could see the oils crashing mm -hmm. right out. Mm -hmm. uh, it even it's like a uh, okay. So uh, nerd alert. It's like an absinthe. Oh. Where when you drop the uh, cold water into the absinthe, the reason it clouds up and don't let them fool you. You don't need to spend 15 minutes preparing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there it is. You don't need to spend 15 minutes preparing it unless you're the type of person who'd already be sitting in a chair lighting a cigar. Yeah, but and, you know what the thing is? Half it's, the cool thing about, about absinthe is the ritual. Yeah, and it's pleasant as fuck to watch. But if you're someone who just wants to drink it, you don't. Don't feel obligated to sit there for 15 minutes and do it. Do it once because mm. it is super cool to yeah. watch, but you can just dump water in it too. Yeah, but the thing with absinthe, with like, you know, the, like the absinthe and the, and the water and the sugar is that um, with me for my thought is if I'm going to drink something that tastes like fennel, which yeah. is what fucking mm -hmm. It tastes just like tastes good like, and plenty to me. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, if it tastes like licorice if or something like that, like I'm going to drink, drink it. I'm going to, I'm going to drink something more drinkable. Yeah. I'm going right. to drink Sampuka or something like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas... Absinthe, and yes, I've had real absinthe before. We haven't had the no, real no, no, absinthe. No, 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 we're not getting into this because um, I could go on and on about yeah, that. Um, yes, I've had absinthe with wormwood. Um, yeah, because it's been legal for like, ever. how old am I? Yeah, exactly. It's anyway, been legal for at least seven or eight years right. now So in the United States. Uh, yes. Um, it tastes more like fennel than it does like licorice which right. licorice tastes like 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 veg yeah. it's yeah. like vegetable it's where fennel comes that's where licorice comes anise, anise. but it tastes more like fennel star yeah. anise. um it tastes more like fennel or anise no it's, it's anise, star it's anise, anise yeah. but anise is the is the flavor quality mm. okay um I, I would drink something like more licorice like sambuca mm. or um yeah, yeah. Jaeger. I mean, I, uh, no i don't like Jaeger. no i mean i don't mind the jagermeister 
I, I can do I can do shots of Jaeger, Jaeger every too, so often, but uh, it's, it's too it's, syrupy. I don't fucking yeah. That's, well, that's what it is. is it that's hits my stomach hard. That's why you. I mean, that's why you have to drink it ice, ice cold. And I will yeah. say this: I drank a lot of Jaeger in my time, mostly because it was a part of a ritual for me. Like before, mm-hmm. I, when I used well. to uh, when I used to play in a band, I used to mm-hmm. sing in a band. Before I went up, I always had two shots of Jaeger. I mean, it mm-hmm. sure does coat the throat. Yeah, yeah, and it was just it was just part of what I did. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I I I had been doing that since I was nineteen years old. Two yeah. shots of Jaeger before I sang. Um, yes, yes, yes. Fillet the mic. No, that, Go ahead. That was for Joe, not Jim. Yeah. The mic will not will not coat your throat. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's what Gonzo said last night. Mm-hmm. The mic will not coat your throat. Um, <laughs> Get it? Because your name is Mike. Yeah, but is, is that an insult or a co- oh. neither? It was just a dirty statement. It's just a joke about how you were fucking. Because it goes on the mouth. face. There you go. So anyway, this bourbon. All right, whatever. Does taste considerably uh, differently. I do, yeah, and I think um, I might like it. Me. You so, know what I would like. You know what I would like. Yeah. Instead of splashing it straight in on the rocks, you get that transition mm-hmm. throughout your drink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, the whole point was, it, it was more like of a, you know, there's a point was to taste. Yeah. It's good. And I think it's $30. Thir- it was twenty nine ninety nine. I would drink this. A good deal. Yeah. I would um, drink this. I would drink that again. And I'm glad I bought it. Listeners, if you're wondering what the bottle looks like, um, I've taken a photo. Oh, and it's a I real will, cool bottle. I will be posting it on our Instagram so you can go follow us at Couch Grouches on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, what filter are you going to use? I believe. I like Juno. <laughs> I believe if if you're in the Connecticut area, you go to Total Wines and Liquors. I believe it's still featured. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Total Wines and Liquors. Check it out. Filter I, like? I don't know. I don't know anything about Instagram filters, I'm gonna, man. I just made the profile. I'm yeah. going to just finish this and just see how it I think how, I think Juno is the one that makes the colors of my Joker pop, so I think that's why I know it. I know, that's the one I use most. I know Juno is the Ellen Page movie. <coughs> yeah, that's a good movie. I that enjoyed that movie. movie. It's pretty good. I like Ellen Page. I like so Michael Sarah. I think Michael Sarah's okay in some roles. I think he was great in that role. He was good in that role. I can agree with that. Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah is in one of my top five favorite movies. Michael is the lead in one of my top five uh, favorite movies, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim yeah. Michael Sarah also was a frequent F- guest top, on top an 10. old podcast I used to listen to. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe we could get that Sarah bump. Hey, I'm telling you, man. He probably um, likes he probably likes nerdy podcasts. Yeah, like dude. He so he was a guest on the World Domination Hour. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. was uh, yes, he was. I love that podcast. Yeah, you know, I was a no, henchman for them once. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah. I never got a recording of it because they were going to do a like live video and sell it for fundraising. But uh, then they both graduated from from school and stopped doing the podcast. Yeah. Luke Palmer and I forget the other guy's name. I don't know. Because I know their character's name. Paul Luker. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. <clears throat> So, what you got there? Oh, I'm just looking through Facebook to see if anything interesting has come up. Um, in fact, I meant to go on the Couch Crouch's page. Yeah, that makes more sense. See if uh, we got any messages right hey, now. I, I did redo the profile a little bit today to make it easier to send us messages. Yeah, also, that's thank you very much. Yeah. So, Joe, what were you drinking over in London oh, town? Good, good transition. So, um, yeah. Well, what were you eating? Because I know they boil all their food until so it's gray and that tasteless. That was the thing. Everybody told me when I was going over there, watch out for the food. You're not going to have any good food. We did not have a single bad meal the entire time we were there. It was all, like, I mean, gray granted. tasteless. Two times, two of the restaurants we were at were steak places, and one of them <laughs> was 
like a five star steak restaurant where sitting next to me was Mr. Luke Evans. So, so we're like, getting to that. He was he was not gonna take us no, to a I'm, shitty I'm steak. I'm curious place, about but... your food and drink first, then you talk um, about your new boy. We did go to <laughs> talk about your new boy. We... I hope he's listening to this. I'm sorry, I mean no disrespect, Mr. Luke Evans. We the Welsh is gone. <laughs> we drank I drank a lot of beer. Uh Rachel had some beer, but drank mostly wine while we were there. Um, we went to one brewery while we were there. Because Does Rachel like, listen? Um, she keeps talking about it, but then we keep saying things that I might be embarrassed to have her hear. Okay, so she's going to listen. All right, so continue. She better she'll listen. She'll listen, at some, especially yeah. now that she's friends with Jacqueline. She's yeah. going to listen. Yeah, Jacqueline. Um, but so we went to one brewery while we were there. She's really going to hate me by the next time <laughs> she comes to probably cast with us. Or she'll love me. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I'm pretty sure she loves she loves all of us. So instead of hold on, and we will talk about the food. Do you want to do you want to do you want to do... answer? Do you want to do a chronology, or do you want to do like what Gonz is doing, like certain categories? Um, I mean, I, mean, I was just kind of segueing from Berman into no, it worked. London, it, it worked. Does. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can do a chronology, and then if you guys have it. questions let's as do, they come let's, up, let's let's yeah. do a chronology. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> first day we were there, Monday night, we flew out, so we got in early. Uh, Tuesday morning. It was about seven fifty-five when we got in, um, and the the there were two not great things that happened on this trip, and they were the bookends, the very beginning and the very end. Um, when did you fly back out? What day? When we flew home? Yeah. Uh, Friday. Was that May the fourth? Yeah. Yeah. I saw some of them posts about uh, airports in London doing silliness with their, I didn't see with their signs did you see the post did you see the what 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 what, uh, what um... we flew in uh we flew out of Gatwick oh so you didn't, okay so it was a Heathrow yeah, it was, yeah, a Heathrow, it was yeah. a Heathrow where they did the cool sign yeah. mm-hmm. um it's okay I'm just taking pictures yeah of Gatwick my there wasn't really anything going I mean Gatwick's a fucking massive airport it's, a big airport, it's yeah. fucking cool um but so we got in early Tuesday morning around like I'd say 745, 755, um, and a car was supposed to pick us up from the airport. But uh, we got stuck in a customs line for about an hour, I would say, maybe a little less. Um, Did you declare that you hate them? No. I told them we were there on vacation because that's all they needed to know. We didn't tell them that we were contest winners here to meet a celebrity. Um. So, you don't think that would have moved things along? That quicker? might have moved things along. No, that might because then they would ask. We we were just like, no. The reason that we waited in line so long was because there were fucking. Um, there was a couple that didn't have the paperwork for their like six month old baby to get through. Oh, Jesus. And so I was like sitting there watching this couple like absolutely flip their shit at this like custom worker who was like, "You don't have the paperwork. I don't know what to fucking tell you." Like, no. Um, they're just trying to prevent human trafficking, folks. Right, exactly. They smuggled a camera inside of that baby. <laughs> um, but so we we were literally walking to the exit and walking outside when I got a call from the car service where the driver told me he was leaving. And I was like, we're walking out the door right now. And he's like, no, I've been waiting for an hour. I'm leaving. And so like, I'd gotten an argument with him and the end of the phone call was him saying you're gonna be outside and i said yeah and he said okay and then he hung up and then we walked outside and there was no car um so i called the car service back and they were like we'll try to get in touch with your driver and we'll let you know like 10 minutes later we got another call that was like so 
Driver's not coming back. We can't send another car because all of our cars are booked right now. We'll refund you your money. Um, yeah, money sorry. that you didn't spend. Right, exactly. And so I was like, I'm very mad right now. And Rachel, thank God, was there and like, we're going to figure out how to ride the trains. Yeah. And I was like, I was absolutely livid. I was like, I don't want to fucking, I just want to go to the hotel. I want to fucking take a nap. I want to just fucking, I don't and she was just like, I'm not letting this ruin our vacation. We're taking a train. And I was like, so he's been dating, he's been dating this girl for like, what, six weeks now? I don't know. And already she's just like, okay, motherfucker, this is the way it's going to be. Oh, yeah. How were the trains? Uh, they were incredible. Especially, so we took, I mean, like the English invented trains, yeah. right? So we, we took, did they? Um, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, okay. We took. It I was, think like uh, James Watts invented like at least very important things mm-hmm. for the steam engine. I think it's mostly a. Uh, yeah. Are you looking it up? You can look it up. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, a lot of it came from. That. I mean, I, you want to know what? Who invented the train? The first steam locomotive was a Welshman. The Welsh oh. scum. But they make. Great I don't trains. even know why I say that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> exactly believe it. It's just like programmed into mm-hmm. me. Um. <laughs> but the train, the train so was I mean, awesome. no offense to any we took, Welshman. But. So we had to take two. We had to transfer halfway. So we took a train from Gatwick to London Bridge. Yeah, what kind of train was it? It was. I mean, our first train might have been. It might have been a bullet train because it only made one other stop. It was like, and it was like twenty minutes between stops. Yeah. Um So we. So you saw London Bridge. We did. Yeah. Was it falling down? No, it was up. All it right. was standing. They were actually doing some construction on it. Oh, so maybe so, they were stopping. Maybe it for yeah. Fall. I'm not really contributing mm. to this, but uh, <laughs> and then have um, some word vomit. We took another shorter train from London Bridge to Trafalgar Square, where our I've hotel heard of was. That square. Yeah, our hotel was literally like a five, not even five minute walk to Trafalgar Square. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've never been. And we got in, and it was probably the fanciest hotel I'd ever been to in my life, which was right next door to the actual fanciest hotel I'd ever been to in my life. But that comes later when we meet Luke. Um, This is still day one. I meet Luke. We're on a first-name basis now. Yeah? We're buddies. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Well, Uh, is he buddies with Ron Perlman? We're going to... I'll ask him. Yeah, find out if he's buddies with Ron Perlman. I Um, just... I just want Rob Perlman to hear us. Yeah. <laughs> just one episode. Yeah. Have him listen to our. Uh, he doesn't have to listen. List. He doesn't have to listen. Well, all, he, all he has to do is just tweet. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, just, just tweet. retweet well, he, or retweet something. Mm-hmm. We've. If he's gonna tweet though, I want it to be about ice pirates. I want to know. <laughs> I already what forget. it's like to be a gay <laughs> pirate in no, space. No, <laughs> I had a question for him. If you go back and listen to that episode again, I had a specific question for him. So forget who it was about. But it I was will. I will try actor, to mine it down. It was an actor on IMDb. That said right. that they were in. It's a good actor. I can't remember the name. They the said they head. were in what? That, that IMDb listed pirates. them as in Ice Pirates, but none of us knew where they were. And it's a well-known actor mm-hmm. that I can't remember the name of I right don't now. Remember either. So while you look at, I'm up, sorry that we're derailing this ship. But if you guys are, if you're new to the show, then you're, listen I'm to sorry, Ice Pirates. But but, but if you're not new to the episode. show, you shouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. All right, so who is the person we were surprised about? Uh, it's towards the bottom, I think. Okay. Somebody in Ice Pirates. Who's there? Oh. This is... Or maybe it'd be near the top because how they rank their actors. It was someone... It says in order verified is complete. Um... 
Sorry, guys. It's, it's... Who was in Ice Pirates that we recognized? Max von Sydow. Yes. Yeah. But we couldn't, we didn't know where he was. We in couldn't it. figure, yeah. out, yeah. Where figure out who right. he was. So that's really all I want to know. He was from probably Ron Turkey Coleman. Man taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. But Rob Bowman could definitely <laughs> Whoever tell us. was behind that Turkey Man makeup was putting in a lot of acting chops. Because <laughs> he was really taking that shit. I'll tell you that. Um, anyways, so, yeah. day one. Uh, so we got to the hotel, the very fancy hotel. We dropped our bags. We got changed. Um, what was the hotel? It was the Grand at Trafalgar Square. Oh, my goodness. So it was. it's a four-star hotel, huge ceilings, free mineral water for you. <laughs> it was fucking... Free mineral water. Oh, <laughs> It's fancy. Fancy. Um, so we took a walk... Because uh, we were going to see Book of Mormon that night. Yeah. Uh, so we took a walk to find who, out who where... was. Did Luke go with you? No, me and just me and Rachel. Um, uh, can I call him Luke? Am I? You can call him Luke if you want. I'm I don't sure know cool him. I'm gonna call uh, him Mr. Uh, Evans. No, 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 no. His name is officially friend to the show, Luke Evans. Yes. So did friend of the show Luke Evans come with you to Book of Mormon? I know no. you already answered that, no, but I wanted not. to use his proper title. Um. So. Uh, Book of Mormon was one of Rachel's bucket list shows. And it's so one of mine. we found out that it was super cheap tickets. And so I was like, it's your bucket list show. They're paying for us to be in London. I'll fucking splurge. And so we sat fourth row at Book of Mormon. Yeah, so well, it's because I, I it's, see well, that it's you're be- trying to kill her then. Well, no. Like, if that's on her bucket list and he's helping her fill her bucket oh, list. Oh, Jesus. Um, so My I, logic is sound. I think we've talked about this. That, mm-hmm. You know, Jamie certainly has. Um, in the West End, how much how much less yeah, expensive was, the tickets I mean, are? Essentially, we paid half the price yeah. of what you would pay to see a Broadway production. And the fact, like what Jay says, that less, the yeah. English hate the first five rows. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's when, that comes you up buy, later. When yeah. you buy tickets, that's what you get. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but so before, so we found the theater. It was literally like a ten minute walk to get into the West End to like the main theater district. So what did you think of the city while you're walking through it? Um, so we were, we were walking around and we were there for maybe four to five hours at this point. And what before... side of the road do you walk on? The one with the sidewalk. The, the same. Okay. We walked, everybody was walking on the same, the same way that we do when okay. it comes to like how our cars go. Their cars are the opposite. Oh. Um, okay. People just walk Wherever they have yeah. room. You ever been in New York? They walk wherever the fuck they want in whatever like, direction they want. I've been like twice. I don't oh, like Jesus that city. But okay. the, the main difference between Boston walking boy. through London and walking through New York is you're walking through New York and you're walking in somebody's way. Somebody's going to go, hey, fuck you. I'm walking here. Actually, they don't. But that's <laughs> yeah. okay. They, they, they but, just ignore. Whereas in England, they go, oh, in England, me. In England, me. they're just, everybody's got their heads down. They're just fucking trying to get to where they're going. So like if you bump into somebody, they're just like, oh, sorry. And then you just keep going. Like nobody fucking. Yeah. I, t- I, walk, I, walk, a... I walk in New York all the time and I've never seen someone go, I'm hey, I'm walking here. Fuck you. You went. No. Was that, it's people uh, keeping their heads down. National Lampoon's European vacation and they like ran over John Cleese or something? Maybe. But there was hey, something look, about... Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Mm-hmm. Something about walking in that city. It feels... It's the same amount of people as any like major metropolitan city here, but it feels so much less crowded. And I don't know if it's because the sidewalks seem wider, which I learned from friend of the show, Luke Evans, they call them pavements over there. The pavements seem wider. But um, something... And chips are french fries. And chips, and what we call chips, they call well, crisps. No, crisps. 
chips are steak fries. And biscuits are cookies. They still have French fries. But they're the shoe, but they're they're shoe strings. They're, yeah. Yeah. Or they're, so, that I'll, I'll get to French fries later because French fries so play an important part. So chips are steak fries? Yeah. Chips are steak fries. All right. Yeah. Um, but crisps are are, are, are chips. Biscuits. Yes. And, and, yes. Well, and a and a bag and a bag of chips in this country would be a packet of crisps. Yes. Yeah. Um, and biscuits or cookies. Sure. So the first night we were there, we find the theater a couple blocks down from the theater. We found this like, it was a steak place, but it was like a chain. So we we walked in, got steaks. The the um the waiter upsold us on sides, but we were like, we're in London. Fucking let's splurge. Let's fucking get what we want. So. Got a pretty decent steak there. I would say that was probably the worst meal, and it was still a great meal. Um, and then we went to go see Book of Mormon. We had several drinks, <laughs> had an absolute blast. Their Elder Cunningham was like the Josh Gad type where he's like a bigger guy, yeah. but he's still on stage doing cartwheels mm-hmm. and shit and like fucking – we were sitting so close we could see the sweat pouring off his fucking face. Like it was fuck. it was – I saw Book of Mormon on Broadway before, and I – and. We sat fairly close when I went to see it on Broadway, and seeing it in the West End, I was like, this is heads and tails a better show. And I think it's because they put so much work into their choreography and their staging of everything, whereas Broadway, they were just kind of going along with what they knew worked. I think they really, like, they showcased their actors a lot more on the West End compared to, I've seen a few Broadway shows, and I feel like they they do their best to do what's been working on Broadway but you know I've never worked in a Broadway theater so I don't know if that's actually what they're doing or not um and then after Book of Mormon we walked back to the hotel and hung out in the hotel for a little bit before we went to bed and we woke up the next morning so this is day two now yeah alright um yes they probably had great hotel room sex I mean come on now which side of the bed do you do it on in London (laughs) Whichever side she lets you, man. Correct. <laughs> um, Correct. And so, if you get too loud, do they bang on the walls or do they politely knock and ask you to please keep it down? No, they're not Canadian. I, mean, I don't. Come on. I don't know. I've never been to London. <laughs> I've only been to Canada like once, but I've never been to London. Um, I would go to London. Sorry, could you stop cornholing your girlfriend against the the wall while I try to watch the hockey game, eh? Like I could see that, but mm-hmm. I can't see. You know, let's all go to London. No, I'm, that's Except not London. Joe. That would be in Canada. Joe already went to London. Let's see, you and me go. I can to see London. if you get the right people next door. Mm. I fuck off. You know, I can see <laughs> yeah. like that. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, so day two. So day two. Uh, we started day two. We went. There was a little cafe right next to our hotel where we went for breakfast. Um. Every morning for breakfast, I got a full English because I fucking love the full English. I can't eat beans for breakfast, man. The fact that they give you baked beans and like a grilled (laughs) tomato, I was like, I'm fucking so bad. They give you bacon, sausage, eggs, baked beans, tomato, toast. Yours, it's like tourist as fuck, right? Fucking delicious is what it is. What about second breakfast? We didn't have second breakfast. Actually, we only... Typically, we only ate two meals oh, a day. Oh, shit. Wait, no. I'm sorry. The Hobbitses are New Zealanders. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. It's, it's, they're New Zealanders in the film, but yeah. in the books, they're, they're, they're common Englishmen. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, and who are the elves again? The elves are the elves. They're fancy folks. Yeah, but what were they an analog for? El- uh, English nobility, I think. Okay. I don't know. All right. That, that's yeah. all I really cared about. Okay. <laughs> um, Keep so, going. 
Sorry. After breakfast, we were just like, let's just walk around and explore the city. And um, we were walking around in the theater district again. And uh, we found one of those like half price ticket booths. Like a TKTS yeah. type thing, but in London. Yeah, mm. Jamie told you you'd yeah, find that. Yeah. And um, we walked in and we were just like, let's fucking do a matinee. We don't have anything to do today. We might as well. So we walked in and we were like, what's the cheapest matinee we can get into? And it was uh, Matilda. Oh. Which I was not expecting to like as much as I did. Yeah. It's a music. Really, the music. I've never seen it, but the music's great. The though. music's good. The kids in the show are all super talented. And honestly, this choreography and lighting design and set design fucking blew me out of the water. Just like, I mean, just even just looking at the proscenium and how they built it out, it was just like these random wood blocks that had letters. And if you look close enough, you would find words spelled in the letters and things like that. And it was... The music was awesome. The actors were awesome. And this fucking, the little girl who played Matilda must have been like one of the most brilliant genius child that like had ever been born because that kid has to do so much in that show when it comes to like, she has to speak Russian. She has to dance. She has to ride scooters and bicycles and fucking move shit with her mind, which I know she didn't actually do, but I believe fully that this girl probably could move shit with her mind. That's how fucking talented this kid was um but really fun show we left there that's when we went to the brewery right after we right after we saw that show and um i got a i just got one beer rachel got a flight because she loves flights and um i'm not gonna argue with her because she lets me try everything that she has and they also had a deal where like 25 pounds you get four appetizers with a side of french fries that's a lot of appetizers for 25 pounds of it. So you got it with a side of French fries. Yeah. yeah. Which were like shoestrings, right? Um, so they're like... Are they crickle fries? Or? Almost McDonald's thickness. So, so not like... like sho- yeah. Almost shoestring almost. fries. That's, that, that's yeah. like the style, yeah. Mm-hmm. I say, that's a lot of appetizers if you got 25 pounds of it. <laughs> we, we made that... So we made that joke. We were, um, oh, for fuck's sake, no, did you? Not, not in London, but we were like telling the story and... Um, Rachel was talking to her mom about the steak that she got. And she was like, it was like probably like a a 55 pound steak. And then she goes, not like the size of the steak was 55 pounds. Like it cost us 55 British pounds. (laughs) And, um, but, uh, so the brewery was really cool. And we got in just before a big, uh, football match was about to start. So we, American or otherwise. No, they're not going to watch American football. But did I, why I is said Joe football, calling it I football? I said football match, not football game. Because why? Because that that's because that's, that's what, what they, they were saying it. when we were and there. They say a football match. I like Don't hand egg. But so <laughs> oh, for for American we, football, yeah. We walked in hand and like every table except one had a reserved sign on it, and so we were like, let's just fucking grab this not reserved table and we'll sit here and we'll like drink and eat. And um, as as we were walking out, because we had plans for the rest of the night, um, people started, like, coming in, and it was, like, super filling up to a point where, like, people that were coming to the brewery were standing out on the street with their pints of beer because you can just do that <laughs> at bars in London, which I was like, fucking hell yeah. Give me a fucking pint, and I'll fucking stand on the side of the street. That's fucking dope. Um we literally we were there for five hours before I was like we could I could move here and live the rest <laughs> of my life in London like this city's fucking awesome it's it's fucking um so our plan actually so we had a twenty five minute walk down the Thames River to Thames 
Yeah, it's the Thames. Te- it's well, hold on. If you're gonna say football mm-hmm. match, you're gonna say Thames because that's the way it Nobody is. Nobody pronounced it for me. Well, it's we were there. it's the Thames, the Thames unless you live up here in Connecticut, and then the river in Groton is the Thames River. But no, right. it's the Thames. It's Thames. Okay, so we walked. It was you a 25 minute football. walk. It was a 25 minute walk down the Thames River. All right, you don't don't just the Thames. You don't have to say the ri- the river. Just, the Thames. Just walking down the Thames to Shakespeare's Globe, where we saw as you like it. Um, Did you enjoy it? It was probably my favorite show that we saw while we were there. Oh, great. Um, It was... So we stood in the yard, um, and we got... Because we got there early enough, we were maybe, like, within five feet of the stage. Um, That's awesome. And uh, one of the leads, the the woman playing uh, Helena, I think is the Mm -hmm. name of the character, she, uh, she was... Uh, played by a deaf woman, so she did the whole show doing sign. Oh wow! Um, and seeing Shakespeare done through sign was fascinating. And it, and every so often, an actor would sort of reiterate what she was saying through their lines. But for uh, the yeah. most part, you could. She was such a physical actress that you could tell the points that she was trying to get across just by watching her facial reactions and and the way that she moved her body. And then. The point where she actually spoke for the first time is when um, they're planning on uh, running away. Her and uh, what's the what's the main female? Uh, I want to say Elena or something. I don't fucking remember. Yeah. Um, but so uh, the two of them are going to run away, and she actually spoke with her voice for the first time, and it was such a powerful moment to hear, like, to see the passion on this woman's face so much be like, I haven't spoken yet, and this is something I know I need to speak up on, and that was such a cool moment. And there was also a cool moment, because we were so close to the front of the stage, we're, we're standing <clears throat> there, and Rachel and I both feel someone, like, push to try to get past us to get to the front of the stage, and we're just like... We're here to watch the show too. Like we just happened to get here earlier than you, I guess. Like what do you do? So we go to turn around, and it's the lead actor walking through the yard to get back to the stage. And right as he passes us, he start he like starts doing his line, and she and I just turned to each other and we were just like, "That's the guy." That's the <laughs> guy. <laughs> and that space too is just yeah super yeah. cool space. So Jamie went on um, mm-hmm. the the like year it opened like when it reopened right. And um, it was like this was like twenty years ago, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it, she said it was awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I <clears throat> quick fact you guys want to know about me? I've never left the country. Right. And Let's life. go to London. Well, I I've gone to um, Canada when Doesn't I was a count. kid, but mm-hmm. I don't count that. Especially right. since when I went when I was a kid, you didn't need a passport. It's America like two just, point It was yeah. It's, it's America's hat. Yeah. I just refound my passport. Let's go to London. I have to get a passport. Mm-hmm. I don't have one. Um, but not Joe. He can stay here. Okay. I'll do the episode, and you guys go to London. Yeah, there you go. You and Jamie can do the episode. Yeah. You me, can, you me, can do Jamie Toxic Fandoms Part yeah. Two. There you go. No, no, Jaqueline. No, 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 no. no you, you, so at some point, I'm telling mm. you, at some point, one of us, either I'm going to do it, or you. Some, some one night, someone needs to interview my wife about being a, a LARP widow. Mm. Like I think it could be a really good episode. Being a, get Siobhan too. Like, mm-hmm. Get them together and be LARP widows. All right, so now it's. Uh, What's next? Is, is, so, is this yeah. the big day? Is this so th- this is the big day. So we okay. we wake up in the morning, and last minute decision. We were like, let's see one more matinee while we're here. Oh, Tickets are so cheap. We paid 
Um, 60 pounds for the two of us okay. to sit front row, almost dead center at School of Rock. It's a great show. Which is a really funny show. And then at the very end of that show, um, the guy playing the Jack Black character comes out and he's like, we've got two songs left. If you guys want to take pictures, pull out your phones right now. Start taking pictures. And so we're sitting in the front row like, fuck yeah, let's take some fucking pictures. Like, now, will those pictures uh, by any chance be posted on Instagram? Absolutely. On our Post Couch Couch's Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I actually have some cool pictures of the globe, too, I can post on Instagram. Oh, no, there's only one picture I want to see on Instagram. Yeah. And I certainly hope you took a picture with you you with Luke Evans. So we'll I get there. I thought it there. was going to be a butthole okay. picture. Okay. Oh, butthole. You can't show butthole on Instagram. Okay. All right, so continue. What about artistic butthole? So you saw... So, so, you so saw, we saw School of Rock. And you enjoyed it. Really enjoyed School of Rock. Those kids are fucking beyond talented. Because they, they started the show with an announcement recorded by Andrew Lloyd Webber that's, that's like... So the question we always get is, do these kids actually play live instruments? And I want you to know, absolutely yes. So, like, the little girl who played the drums was one of the best rock drummers I had ever seen. Like, the kid playing the guitar was fucking incredible. And at the in the final scene where they do the final concert, it starts with the pit band standing up and clapping for the kids so you know pit band's not doing shit. The kids are doing everything right now. And I was like, these kids must feel like the biggest fucking rock stars right now. Because there were so many school field trips, too. So there's all these little kids fucking freaking out for them and everything. I was like, this is so fucking cool. That's um, a movie I like Jack Black in. Yeah. It's a good Jack Black movie. It is a good Jack Black movie. Um, Speaking of. It is a good Jack Black movie. Um, so we got out of School of Rock and we went back to the hotel and showered and took care of ourselves to make sure we were as presentable as possible. Yeah, probably. No, none of that. We got, we didn't want to be sweaty. So, that's why you do it in the shower. <laughs> Which side of the shower do you have sex in in London? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. So, um we get dressed at the the attire that they gave us was cocktail casual, but we both went a little bit more classy than that because we didn't want to we didn't want to show up and have luke be not cocktail casual and have us we'd, we'd rather be more overdressed well, than him cocktail casual mm-hmm. i mean that's definitely jacket and tie at least cocktail ca- i mean i guess that's the face it? of a man it's, who didn't wear a tie no i wore a tie uh luke didn't wear a tie he he's luke matter. fucking evans mm-hmm. he, he can wear show, what he wants it, the, the 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 dress code was not for Luke Evans. The dress code was for you. Mm-hmm. When I you've got really several it. zeros after your after after your your, mm-hmm. your value, I assure you, no matter how nice mm-hmm. you were dressed and how nice he wasn't, mm-hmm. his stuff was still a lot more expensive than right. yours. Like that's the whole th- at that point, it doesn't matter. All right, so mm-hmm. you, you so we you dress like a pimp. Go for we it. We get dressed. We walk over the the place that we were meeting him was literally right next door to our hotel we were in a four-star hotel right next to us was a five-star hotel which had this like (laughs) incredible steak restaurant and like fancy bar and everything um and we get in and we meet the woman who i had been in contact with through this whole experience and she was like we're gonna just hang out for a little bit and talk and then um we'll i'll check to see if they're ready with the table and then we'll go up there so we were like, okay, cool. So we hung out for a little bit, headed inside um, after a little while, went up to the table. There's two cameramen there 
there's a woman from the charity that the money that I donated went to. Um, Do you know what the charity was? It was called the Prince's Trust. And they're oh, actually, the Prince's Trust. They're, okay. They're starting Prince's Trust America soon. I was talking to oh, okay. another person who, who came from Prince's Trust that was um, saying like, hey, this year we're going to be starting Prince's Trust America, which is a super cool charity. And I suggest anyone listening to this to look it up because they do some awesome stuff. So the Prince's Trust, dude, like I think the Prince's Trust and I think of like like the concerts, all the concerts, mm-hmm. the, like, like the big, huge rock concerts yeah. and stuff like that. It's a the Prince's Trust I'm, assuming, I'm waiting for it to pull up. It's a youth charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's, um, so my, oh, here we go. Here we yeah. go. It's a youth charity that helps people ages uh, 11 to 30 get into jobs, education, and training. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of homelessness outreach yeah. and like things like that, which my old job, I had to do a lot of homelessness outreach and things like that. Yeah. So the, the woman from the charity who was there was like thrilled that I was the person who won this contest because she was like, you know what these people are going through because you've done work like we've done. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Did you get to meet the queen? No. No. No one meets Did you see her? No. No. Did you get to wave at her? No. No. Which side of the street does the queen have sex on? <laughs> Whichever. She can have sex wherever she wants. She is the is queen. She, is she doing okay these days? I keep seeing um, just like tabloids. I, mean, I don't know if they're right or wrong. The, the lich endures. Mm-hmm. I thought we liked her. We liked her. She's good, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. There, there are, there, are, there are good liches. Yeah. She's, she's a good queen, like Alicanassus. Yes. Like, so continue. <laughs> um, so we're sitting. So, uh, why do we not like Margaret Thatcher? Is this a question for after the podcast? <laughs> so yes. okay, because of history. Moving mm-hmm. on. So um, the camera guys come in. And they're like talking to us and they're like, so we're going to be recording all this stuff. And there's going to be a couple of things where it's like going to be semi-staged just so you guys know and things like that. But for the most part, it's going to be as soon as like you sit down, we're going to record like one bit and then cameras are going to be off and you can talk to him about whatever you want. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like it's cool. And so they sat. So it's a round table. They sit. One chair in the middle of me and Rachel. So Rachel's going to be on Luke's left side. I'm going to be on his right side. And they're like, all right, we're just going to sit and we gotta, we're going to wait for him to show up. And so my back is to the staircase that he has to come up to get to the table. And Rachel goes, do you want me to tell you when he's coming or do you want me to not tell you? And I turn to her and I say, how's your poker face? Do you think you would not let it slip? <laughs> and she goes... He could be standing behind you right now, and you would have no idea. And I went, I want you to tell me, because <laughs> I'm, like, freaking out at this point. And she spent the whole trip being like, he's just a person who happened to be very successful in becoming an actor. Like and he's Welsh. <laughs> so the camera crew is like, all right, get ready. He's coming up the stairs. Like, cameras are coming on right now. And we turn around, and there he is. He comes over. He gives me a big hug. He gives Rachel a big hug, and he's like, I got these gifts for you guys if you want. He got us gifts that were pens made from wood that was from Prince Charles's estate. So it's like this fancy-ass pen. Which I'm sure the prince's trust hands right, out yeah. to people, but it's cool that he but gave you yeah. this pen, yeah. Um, and so we sit down. We have like champagne poured for the three of us. And we do a little toast for the video. And as soon as the cameras come off, he's got two friends that came with him. One of them has been his best friend for 18 years. And he recently hired as his assistant. 
and the other one is just one of his buddies from LA who happened to be out in London with him. Um, and so they all come and sit down at the table and as soon as the camera turns off, this waiter comes over and brings Luke this drink. And he goes, have you guys ever had this? It's my favorite drink. And we go, what is it? And he goes, it's called an Aperol Spritz. And I go, I've never heard of that. And he grabs the waiter and he goes, we need two more of these over here right now. <laughs> so Luke just starts feeding us drinks, <laughs> which, and he's sitting there talking Was it good? It was, I liked it a lot. And I liked another thing that he fed me a lot. Also, not his penis. <laughs> I was thinking of cock. So, um, but he, uh, uh, <laughs> Rachel thinks that the only reason why I liked these things was because it was Luke Evans who was sharing them with me. And I was like, I mean, maybe. So she did. <laughs> what was like the other that. thing? Um, the other thing was so. After we ordered our food, I ordered before everyone else, so I didn't know how ordering was going to work. So I didn't order any sides, and everybody else ordered a side. Uh, and I'm sitting next to Luke. It's a la carte. I'm sitting next to Luke, and Luke looks around, and he goes, you didn't order a side. And I went, no. And he goes, he takes his French fries, his shoestring French fries, and he puts them next to me, and he goes, share my fries with me. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, just to warn you, though, I take my French fries with vinegar and mustard. Oh, yeah, that's correct. And I was like, okay, I'll try anything. Mustard, but vinegar, yeah. I mean, malt vinegar is classic. I I was like, I like salt and vinegar chips. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's good. So like, was it good? I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I liked it so much that we went to the airport the next day and I had fish and chips and I used vinegar and mustard. You always use yeah. vinegar. Yeah, and mustard's new mm-hmm. to me. That's awesome. But um, I'd try it. So um, we're he's sitting there talking to us like we're old drinking buddies. Like he's he's asking me about roles that I've played in theater and roles Rachel's played. He's like, we talked for so long about Dracula Untold because. If there's a bigger fan of Dracula Untold than me, it's Luke Evans. <laughs> he fucking loves that movie. And I was like, I'm so glad because I love that movie. Um, and he's like, we're sitting next to him. And he's like, I didn't even audition for that role. They came and brought it to me. And when they brought it to me, I was like, is it because you've seen my teeth? And he like pulls up his lip and he legitimately has like fangs for canines. He was like, I'm built to be a vampire. Like it's fucking. <laughs> and I was like... It worked, man. I fucking love it. And he was like, I think a lot of the world just wasn't ready for that movie. And I was like, I mean, you might not be wrong. It was also fucking funny. So he was talking to me about other movies. And uh, Into the Woods came up because I was like, oh, yeah, last summer I played the baker in Into the Woods. And he goes, oh, did you see the movie? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what did you think? And I was like, I liked it. And he goes, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. I think they made some odd artistic choices, but I liked it. And he was like, yeah, I didn't really like it at all. Like, I like some of the cast people. Like, I'm friends with some of them, but, like, I didn't think it was very good. (laughs) And I was like, this fucking asshole. (laughs) What a great dude. Like, he's just going to sit here and talk to me like I've been his friend forever. And it was like, we lit, like, Rachel laughed so hard because whenever I'm around, like, Rachel's family, I'm always, like, I'm like my dad where I just don't talk. Oh, Jesus. And um, so Rachel just starts fucking dying laughing. Your dad has said like three words right. to me. Rachel's dying laughing halfway through dinner because I'm sitting there gabbing with Luke Evans and she turns and her friends are like, Luke's friends go, what's so funny? And she goes, I have never seen my boyfriend talk this much. 
<laughs> and they they turn to her and go, isn't he an actor? And she goes, not a talkative actor. <laughs> <laughs> but we're sitting and about halfway through dinner, so he's like four of these Aperol spritzes in. Oh Jesus! I'm I like, you know what's in that? What, it's what's in it's that? an orange liqueur is the Aperol. Okay. Then it's and um, then champagne and um, soda. Um, and I, I liked it a lot actually. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a he said it's a summer drink, but he drinks them all year long, and I honestly could probably drink them all year long. It's a it's a good drink. Um, um, uh, Aperol spritz, uh, four and a half ounces of prosecco, mm-hmm. two and a half ounces of Aperol, um, and it just fucking I went just away. I'd never heard of Aperol before. Yeah, uh, it it just fucking went away on me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know. Yeah. Um, but so we get. He's like four drinks in. I'm probably four drinks in. Rachel's probably four drinks in. And he turns to the two of us and he goes, I got to tell you guys. A dash of soda. Mm-hmm. There you go. He yeah. goes, I got to tell you guys, I'm really nervous to sing for you. And I go, what? And he goes, and mind you, I just sang for the Queen's birthday at the Jubilee. And I go, well, then why are you nervous to sing for us? <laughs> Who are we? And he's like. No man, I'm just nervous. I just, <laughs> what are you gonna do? It was actually the funniest fucking thing though. Was as soon as we walked in and we're sitting down and we start talking, he turns to me and he goes, "So you're from a place called New Britain?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "I've never heard of New Britain." And I went, "Honestly, I wouldn't expect you to, man. <laughs> it's not a very famous city." And he goes, "I'm gonna have to come visit." And I go. There's nothing to do, but if you're in town, I'll show you around. Sure, <laughs> like we're fucking. He's such a funny dude. And so we finish dinner. We go down to this little bar. There's a few tables set up that like people have been drinking at because they don't know we're coming in. They clear out the bar, so it's just me and Rachel sitting at the bar, and he's sitting next to this like probably late thirties balding kind of pudgy uh, piano player who's more starstruck than I've been all night. <laughs> and um he starts singing the first song and he sings My Funny Valentine. And oh there's, yay. There's uh a couple like there's a group of people sitting over that are just kinda like one of them is definitely drunk. And he finishes the song and the drunk guy stands up and looks at me and Rachel and he yells over, she's definitely going to say yes. And I went, (laughs) and so I was talking to the piano player later and he was like, honestly, I was waiting for you to take a knee and pull out a ring. And then Luke told me you guys were only dating for two months. And I was like, oh, I might as well keep playing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he sang like four songs. Good. Was he good? He was really good. He's a he's a super talented singer. And then he came over and was talking to us for a little bit longer. And I had talked to him about three movies of his, like pretty much like were the main movies that I focused on. And it was Dracula, Dracula, The Hobbit, and uh, High Rise. And he comes over to me and he's fairly tipsy, as are all of us at this point. And he goes. So I want you to know I brought these posters in the middle of the night so you know I'm not fucking with you. But I brought in posters to sign for you. And they are the three movies that you have mentioned to me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, awesome. And so he's signing the posters. And the Hobbit poster he has for me is one of the smaller ones that's just him standing at the edge of the dock with Smaug in front of him. And he signs it. Oh, now I know who he is. Yeah. All right. There we go. And, um... That took me. He hands too me long. the poster, and he go, he points and he goes, 
I drew an arrow so you know it was me on the poster. <laughs> and I was like, this motherfucker. Like, he's just my friend now. <laughs> um, and we were wrapping up the night. And Rachel had brought a poster that her grandma had had overnight shipped for her to get signed by Luke. And she was like, I don't want to bring it to the restaurant because then I'm walking in with this cardboard tube into this five-star hotel. Like, I'm going to look like such a putz. I can't bring this in. So she's talking to Luke, and she goes, I got to be honest with you. My grandmother gave me a poster to have you sign and I didn't want to bring it in because I didn't I didn't want to look bad walking into this fancy place and he goes what time are you guys leaving tomorrow and I was like car's picking us up around 11.30 and he goes I'm staying at this hotel tonight you come by around 10.30 I'll meet you at reception and I'll sign the poster and we were like sure like I was like this guy's not gonna remember he's not gonna come down for us in the morning so we go out, and I've got a story about that night, but I'll get to it later. Because after Luke, we no, we 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 attempted to find a dance club and and found something. Oh, um, but uh, so the next morning we wake up. We pack. We woke up at like nine thirty. We pack up our stuff. We walk over to the hotel next door. We're sitting in the lobby for a little bit, and I'm like, he's not coming down. He's not coming down. And he comes down. He's got fucking gym shorts and like a t-shirt on like he's just getting in from a run and he's like all right where's the poster let me <laughs> and he like signs this note for her grandmother that's like aren't you such a, a lucky grandma to have a to have a, da- a granddaughter that would bring this poster all the way to london and all this and she was just like i can't believe and then <laughs> and then he turns to us and goes so you said you heard about the omaze contest on instagram and i was like yeah and he goes so you have an instagram and i go yeah and he goes shoot me a dm and uh we can keep in touch that way we're so you know if you ever want to talk to me about stuff or anything <clears> like because i told him i have an audition for sweeney todd coming up and he goes oh i love that show and i was like if you got any advice for me if you want to like give me and he was just like no i just love that show i love that show so much it's one of my favorites i was like yeah. so he was like if you ever want to you know just like keep in touch with me i'll follow you on instagram i like it so like i sent him a message he's yet to read it but i'm sure he gets like hundreds right. of dms a day um but uh so yeah that was the luke evans experience okay there. so a couple questions sure <clears throat> did couch crouches come up at any time it did <gasps> i talked about the podcast with him and i talked about um it was part of our dracula untold conversation where i was like one of our one of the things that we talked about was our like big uh things that we're big nerds about and uh they asked me who my favorite vampire was in pop culture. And I was like, I'm about to go meet my favorite vampire. And he fucking laughed. He was like, Oh my God, that's incredible. <laughs> so I'm going to, okay. you know, I can, I can. Did it occur to you to kind of, I told him I would send him a link. You know, okay. Just to, okay. Um, have you told him that if he ever needs a funny fat man to play a baritone in a role or a funny fat man to play a tenor in a role? <laughs> Eh? I mean, I didn't eh? even I didn't even tell him that I wanted it to roll. So. Eh? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so uh, we didn't come up by name, though, did we? No, we just talked about couch scratches. Fuck you, Joe. I'm Gonzo. All right, so now, okay, um, that's so awesome. Yeah. So now there's a there's a so there's, there's a one post yeah, Luke Evans I, I evening story. Yes. So, Why do I feel like you know like like 
either drag queens or. Well, so um, I, I told this story to my mom, and my mom was like, "You are so lucky you didn't get your organs harvested." So we right. we were sitting talking with Luke, and he was like telling us things that we should do since it was our last night in the city, and um, he goes, and he suggested you get your organs harvested. No, he said you got to walk down and see Piccadilly Circus at night all lit up. It's really <laughs> cool. And we were like, well, we're trying to, like, go to a bar or something after this. Um, and he was like, oh, there's tons of bars down there. You, you should head down there. So we walk down there, and then we start walking around looking for a bar. And we walk into this little plaza. And there's dudes standing all in the plaza. And this one little uh, Middle Eastern guy looks over at us, like, gives, us, gives me and Rachel this look. Because we're still in... Not completely fancy clothes, because I was like, if we go out dressed the way we are now, we're definitely going to get mugged on the walk back to the hotel. Like, guaranteed. So, we we dressed down a little bit, but we were still, you know, fairly nicely dressed. And he walks up to us and he goes, you two guys on a date? And I'm like, um, I mean, sort of. <laughs> to, you know, we're we're out on the town in, in London. It's our last night in town. And he goes, what are you guys looking for? And we were like... Rachel was like, I'm in crack for like a bar or like a dance club or just somewhere we can hang out for the night. And uh, he goes, I'll tell you what, I'm a club promoter. I work with a lot of the clubs in the area. And I can usually tell by the way people are dressed, like where they're going to want to go and where they're going to want to avoid. So you trust me and I'm going to send you somewhere. And I was like, okay. And um, hey, it's 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 not a uh, it's not a trip to the big city if you don't let you get you let yourself get chilled at least right. once. So he goes, there's a there's a club, maybe a block away from here. He goes, twenty pounds to get in, and this is our last night there. We had twenty pounds cash left, and that was it. So Rachel goes, honestly, all we have left is twenty pounds. Like there's there's, if that's what it's gonna cost, then we might as well just walk back to the hotel. And he goes, all right. I can get him in for 10 and you in for free, and they'll give you two free shots. So Rachel's like, does that sound good to you? And I was like, I'm just going to follow you. So if you want to go there, let's go there. So Classic Bruce. <laughs> Classic Bruce. So Classic he, has, Bruce. <laughs> he has our friend oh, walk dear. us to this club and, like, tell the woman at the door the deal. And we're sitting there, and we're talking to this woman to, like, you know, make sure we get in and get our hands stamped and things like that. And there's this super drunk guy and three of his friends standing in the front of the bar. And he hears us talking, and he goes, you guys are American. And we go, yeah. And he goes, my cousin's American. And so he, like, shows us over to his cousin, and his cousin's from Houston. So him and Rachel are talking, and I'm kind of standing there, and I feel somebody slap my ass. I turn around and it's the drunk guy. And he slaps my ass again and he goes, You're pudgy. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> Okay. And then one of his other friends turns to me and goes, He's just drunk. Don't worry about it. He's fine. Like, it's all right. And um, so then we finished talking to the guy and we walked down. We walked down like two flights of stairs into this. Like, all the lighting is red. Other than they have these weird neon signs. I think I've seen this in the Constantine comics. <laughs> and um, it's when the showers it's, start and it's blood and, and walk, all the vampires uh, coming to eat the two fucking American tourists. We walked down one long hallway and turned, no, they weren't vampires. They were the yuppie demons. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we walked down one long hallway and we turned down another long hallway. And at the end of this hallway, there's like those um, 
push doors that you see in a hospital to get through to the different wards. for mammon, I think. And um, so we're just like, okay, I guess this is where we're going. So we push through the double doors and we walk in and there's a DJ standing at his booth and there's two bartenders and there's no one else in this club. So we're like, well, we paid 10 pounds to get in and we have two free shots. We might as well just like, get up there and Rachel's like they're two free shots I wonder if they'll do like two free drinks and I'll get like a glass of wine because I don't really take shots so we walk up to the bar and she's like can I use this to get a glass of wine and they're like no this is only good for shots so she was like I'll buy a glass of wine and you take both shots and I was like sure so I'm like looking at their liquor selection for like what I want a shot of and as I'm looking, I notice they're already pouring the shots of this, like, pre-mixed. It's in a Grey Goose bottle, but it's clearly not Grey Goose liquid. And she gets her glass of wine, and I just down these two shots. I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to die, I'm gonna, here we go. <laughs> I take both shots, and we go over, and we sit on the couch. And it was fucking just watered down vodka with a little bit of fruit juice mixed right. in it like it was fucking nothing and so we're sitting there and we have literally this whole club to ourselves so Rachel's just like draped over me she's like I'm not typically a PDA person but we literally have a club to ourselves we might as well just like not give a shit I was like sure why not and as we're sitting there and we're talking about what a fucking terrible place this is Luke Evans <laughs> comes in to rescue you there's like three more people that walk into the club and I'm just pointing at them and I go, oh, a couple more people got swindled by that little Middle Eastern kid. Okay. <laughs> so she finishes her glass of wine and she's like, let's just go back to the hotel. This place sucks. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, sure. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we walk back to the hotel and I'm telling my mom this story and my mom is just like, you were going to get drugged and killed. And it's like... As we're walking, like, <sighs> but this club was so dead that literally, as we were walking out, the DJ was no longer in his booth. He was sitting on a couch next to the booth texting. Like, that's how dead this fucking club was. And I was like, this Middle Eastern kid just fucking got 10 bucks out of me. Like, fucking, well, that's his job. He's a promoter. Right, yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't lying. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, so last morning there, after we met with Luke, we were sitting outside. This is the other bookend kind of shitty thing that happened um, was we were sitting outside waiting for the car. We had checked out of the hotel room and everything. And um, all of a sudden I feel something hit my head and I like look up and I was like, it's not raining. So I pat my head bird shit directly on my bald spot. They say that's lucky though. They say that's Right on your bald spot. I was like, we checked out of the hotel. I can't even run in and like fucking wash my head real quick. Why not? You could have gone out and washed it. What's that? Like the car pulls up and we get to the airport and I'm just like, fuck it. We'll go to the, I'll go in the bathroom. And I'll just fucking rinse my head off and then I'll take a shower when we get home. And like, um, and so we got to the airport and I was so fucking hungry. I, com- I completely forgot about the bird shit. I was like, we got to eat something. So I'm like sitting, eating. With bird shit on your head? <laughs> I'm sitting, eating at this restaurant. We're like halfway through the meal and Rachel just goes, you haven't been to the bathroom yet. I went, no. And she goes, you have bird shit in your hair. <laughs> the first thing I would have done was run to the bathroom. And I was like, I'll go when I'm done eating. <laughs> like, Put on a hat. So went into the bathroom, watched the bird shit off my head, got on the plane. 
was um, slightly longer coming home because of you know the way the wind yeah. works, um, physics and all that. The tailwind. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So wait, the bad part going home was getting shot on. It was, it was, Dude, that's funny as fuck. It was. That's except, a great. That's a great way to end a story. Except for that, I had to ride the whole plane with bird shit in my hair. You didn't wash it off. I mean, I tried to rinse it off as much as I could, but there's not so much you can do in an airport bathroom. Nah, and... I don't think you're not trying hard enough. I've seen people shower in those. Yeah. Um. Our, so so you would yeah. go back to London. Oh, absolutely. Right. I would go back and, and, and you and, would uh you would meet with Luke Evans again. Yeah. So actually, um, I'm sorry. You would meet with. Friend, friend of, of the, the show, show, show Luke, Luke Evans. Evans. Um, but so we, uh, some more people from Prince's Trust came and talked to us towards the end of the night. Yeah. And uh, he goes, he hands me a business card, this guy. And he goes, if you're ever back in London, here's my information. Give me a call and um, we'll set you up to go visit with some of the kids that your money is going to help. And I was like, well, now I got to go back to London. Like I got to <laughs> meet these kids. Like now I have an excuse. So I absolutely... 100%. I love that city. There was so much cool stuff. And so much cool stuff that we, like, sort of saw but didn't really go see. Like, so now you want to go back and see it. Yeah, now yeah. I want yeah. Well, it's good, Joe. Yeah. And you know what the great thing is? Um, because we've been talking about England, mm-hmm. this segue, it's perfectly. Oh, I could have just asked Sam which side they have sex on. Well, I not, wonder if not, there's... Not, not, not. I wonder if there's a difference between what side to have sex on. First time for eight. Time for the letter section. That's right. We're going to go Sam first as opposed to Doug, mostly because segue. Um, it's segue. a segue and you know, don't, don't, don't fuck with my art. All right. So Sam, as he usually does, he uh, got us on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. facebook.com. Slash couch crashes. There's there's a giant button on it now that says message. So you can send us a message on Facebook super easy. And there's a smaller button that says email. And you can send us an email directly from Facebook. And I'm too sexy for your party. Too sexy for your party. No way I'm disco It's just a good song. It really is. I had no idea that this band is still was still big in England. In, in Europe, so. All right, so Sam uh, comes to us at, uh, on our uh, Facebook account, and he says, uh, loved the last episode. Talking about toxic fandom is a great subject that really does screw with all of our hobbies and enjoyment. Stay tuned for my rant. Uh, question for this week. Franchise crossovers have been going on since the dawn of fandom. DC versus Marvel, Alien versus Predator. Which two franchises would you like to see a crossover between? Or would you like to see a crossover that was done badly before be redone, but well? That's the first question. So I guess we'll, we'll answer the first question. I mean, Go shit, ahead. Godzilla. I've already seen Scooby-Doo in the Harlem Globetrotters. What more do I need in life? <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, here, Joe, now you go while I think of an actual so, response. So I love Alien vs. Predator. I do, and part oh, of this yeah, part of this do. rant will will come with whenever we do our Alien versus. You Predator don't get episode. to rant; just answer the question. I'm the but, ranter here. No, so like, uh, the, a quick answer is I I have a, a specific vision for Alien versus Predator that I think would be better than what they've done so far, and um, the main thing is it doesn't include humans, because humans are the worst part about the Alien versus Predator movie. Correct. Um, so, except for Schwarzenegger, if you put Schwarzenegger, well, if, we, if you put Dutch 
in the Alien versus Predator movie then for some it would reason. Be better. Yeah, it would be yes. kind of cool. Um, but so I would love to see the version of Alien versus Predator that I will talk about in our Alien versus Predator episode whenever we put that out, which I'm sure will be soon. Michael, I don't know. I would like to see. I don't know. Let's just uh, stick with my joke answer from earlier. Go for it. I don't have a. Great I would like, and I've read the comic before. It was okay, but I would like to see a film version. Mm-hmm. A fi- not animated, a film version of Batman, m- Batman solving a crime with Sherlock Holmes. Oh, um, I would, li- and I think like straight up, and, and I don't mean like fucking modern day Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes. Right. I mean like yeah. like oh, Guy Ritchie, classic. Guy Ritchie, yeah. no Guy Ritchie directing a Robert Downey Jr. Batman vehicle, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. That's what I'd like to see. All right, his second question is. Second question, since you're all capable performers, if you were given complete freedom of choice, which comic book character would you like to be given a chance to personally portray in a movie or TV series? Gonzo, go. What? Comic book character that you personally would like to portray in a movie or TV series? Uh, John Constantine. Done. Okay. Joseph. Um... I feel like I could pull off one of the Green Lanterns. I could be a decent Hal Jordan, probably. Okay. Um, Joe, who do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say Dr. Doom. You are correct, sir. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. I I I could do that. Mm. Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. That's, that's, you know, again, and Sam is always very, uh, very, um, (laughs) Gonzo wants me to start the, um. I like that song. Yeah, it is a good song. Um, I'm still dancing to it in my head. Yeah, um. Doug's always good for some good questions. You know, Doug. Oh, Doug. I meant Sam is good for some good questions. Sam. So, but since we, since I did actually say Doug, we'll go right to Doug's questions. You notice how it's the same dance I do? It's just vague wiggling, wiggling to the rhythm. Indeed. So, Doug comes back to us now. Doug sent us his question approximately 25 minutes before we started uh, 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 taping today. I said mm. taping, recording. Um, and uh, he he emails us at uh, couchgrouches at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the it's title... It's still going. Yeah, the title of his email is, I fucked up. <laughs> he goes, um, sorry, gang, completely slipped my mind. Question one, what's the drunkest you've ever been? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, well, clearly, I, I don't necessarily remember. Mine has a story. So I'm going to say that there's probably a tie. There's two of them. Two of them there that feel similarly drunk to me just due to the fact that I don't remember approximately the same amount of each of them. And one was... Um, Maybe my birthday, maybe one of my friends' birthdays, going up to uh, Waltham, Massachusetts, to visit some of my UMass friends. And we went out to the pizza bar, and I don't remember a whole hell of a lot else except waking up in the morning, Mm -hmm. spooning a half-eaten sleeve of saltine crackers. Mm -hmm. What I'm told happened was at about four in the morning, they heard noise, so they came out to find me standing in their pantry throwing boxes and cans of shit over my shoulders, just digging through it, making a mess, throwing this into the hallway. And they asked me what I wanted, and I said I wanted crackers. So they gave me a sleeve of saltines and sent me off to bed. The other time, Mm. 
I remember slightly more about the beginning. And I remember, I personally remember one thing. Mm-hmm. Though I'm told that technically that memory is two things. So this was a New Year's Eve party. And historically, this is one of the few times I get blackout drunk. Because mm-hmm. I don't do it much anymore. But New Year's Eve parties are a big one for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm hanging around and my friend Rachel comes upstairs with a uh, bottle that's still like half full of Cuervo Gold. Says, hey Gonzo, I'll give you $5 if you drink this. I said, okay. She said, well, hold on. This might not be my money. This might be my boyfriend Jim's money. Mm-hmm. Not this Jim, different Jim. Let me... I s- wouldn't pay anyone to drink Cuervo Gold. Well, she mm. says, let me see if... if this is mine or his. Goes downstairs, comes back up, says, ah, it's his. I can't actually give it to you. I say, that's okay. I'll do it anyway. Pop the top off, bottle up, proceeded to slam back the half bottle of Cuervo Gold tequila. Mm-hmm. From that point on, I remember lying on the ground underneath. This is what I remember. I remember lying on the ground underneath the Christmas tree mm-hmm. and getting hungry. So I grabbed the uh, tub of cheese balls and decided... Oh, cheese balls. And decided I didn't want to sit up to eat these. I would just pour them into my mouth. But since I'm lying on the ground, when I went to pour them in my mouth, they went everywhere else. All over the place. So then, still wanting to eat them, I decided to just turn my head to the side. And you know how you do... Like with popcorn, you just... Like a lizard, stick your tongue out, yeah. it sticks to it, you pull it back in. Like yes. a hungry, hungry hippo. And I proceed yes. to do that to the cheese balls on the ground. What I'm told actually happened was I was lying on the ground underneath the Christmas tree. I mumbled something about hungry, poured these all over the ground. Lie there, face up, motionless and silent for about 15 minutes. <laughs> Before turning my head and starting to eat them off the ground again. So, uh, yeah, definitely one of these two. So, um, I will attempt to tell mine in a moment, but uh, in order for me to tell it, I'm going to need uh, Jamie to come over. Jamie! Oh, I know this one. Yep. So, uh, while Jamie is coming over, Joe, why don't you tell us yours? Uh, So, I've also got a couple. Um, One of them is directly because of Gonzo. I no longer make <laughs> this dream. It was the Godspell cast party. Um, oh, I, I had yes. I had some friends specifically tell me they had things to tell Drunk Joe or Junk Bruce at the time. Um, you still Drunk Bruce when you're drunk sometimes, uh, but um, I I I drank a lot of whoa. I think it was Jack and Cokes at that point. I, I, was, I drank a bunch of them. And then Gonzo came to the party slightly after, and he mixed a drink that was called Poison. Yeah. And it tasted like a dum-dum lollipop. Yeah. And I drank some of that. And I would, I'm told what I remember is I threw up in the grass on the yard. And yes. Off, Mike. And then I fell asleep. What I'm told happened is after I threw up on the grass in the yard, I tried to convert everyone to Catholicism. Okay, so I'm I'm there and I'm coming by. Now, I'm fairly drunk as well and very Catholic. And I have watched you mm-hmm. not proselytizing, but philo- having philosophical, philosophical conversations with people about your Lord and Savior, Jesus yeah, Christ. Right. 
Um, and just talking about how like Catholicism was the original Christianity and how, um, yeah, I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was good. So, um, and then the, the second time was, it was pretty funny actually at, uh, my friend Adrian's 21st birthday, I believe it was, um, we, uh, we decided that his birthday shot would be 151 Bacardi. <laughs> so that's how he started the night. And then Adrian wanted me wanted to play D&D for his birthday and wanted me to <laughs> oh, wanted shit. me to DM. And at this point in the night, I'm already probably half a bottle of Jameson in after the shot of 151. And they're all writing their level one characters. And my buddy Sean turns to me and says, hey, man, um, I got some weed. <laughs> and I was like, this can only end in tears. I was like, cool, man. Let's fucking do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> was it the first time you'd crossfaded before? <laughs> no. Oh, OK. Um, I believe that. So we go in the backyard. I believe we go in the backyard. We smoke a little bit. We come back. I keep drinking. Next thing I know, I wake up in the bathroom covered in my own vomit. What I'm told happened is I threw a beholder at a bunch of level one D and D characters, <laughs> and they convinced drunk me to let them talk themselves out of the situation. Acceptable. And take a small kobold as their slave. <laughs> um. So I really wish I could remember that D and D session more. <laughs> But um, those are those are my two, yeah. Okay. I will tell mine now, and to help me, uh, let's welcome to the table, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Hold on. God damn it. Okay. Have some theme song for Jamie. <laughs> so, back in the day, many years ago. By the way, Joe looks confused. The name of this song is Jamie's Crying by oh, okay. Van Halen. Okay. I figured it had something to do with the name Jamie. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Can't deal with it. <laughs> Not the mama. <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. Oh, I've heard this song. I should hope so. Yeah. I should really hope I mean, so. yeah, dude. All I right. heard it on the River 105.9. I imagine you did. Okay. So. Connecticut's classic rock. Connecticut's <laughs> classic rock. So back in the day, there was a time, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, where Jamie and I were not married. Bullshit. I don't know when that was. True. But... So um, we'd been dating for... I mean, we've been dating for a little while at that point because it was the summer. Depends on what story this is, I think. Uh, this is New York. This is Killian. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. This well, is Killian. I love this story. It's a good story. So this was like six We're six, six months. months yeah, in. probably six months mm-hmm. in. So we, um, the college we went to, um, I, I don't know if they do it anymore, um, used to host a, um, was one, they, the, was part of a, a group of schools, the Connecticut uh, State University System. Um, and they used to, rent an off-Broadway theater for like a week or two. Week. Yeah, and we, the the theater departments mm-hmm. would go and do a showcase off-Broadway. I very much doubt Central still does. That. I, I, you never know. I mean, because yeah, all the but... schools did it together. Oh, okay. It was, it was Western, mm-hmm. it was Central, it was Eastern, and it was Southern. 
They all did it together. Although, I don't think, did Eastern ever go? Was it Eastern? Didn't they it? all used to Was go. it Southern that went to? I've been told they about the spaceship room, by the way. used to Yes. Go. Anyway. I know of this room. Yeah. I don't so, know if they do anymore, but they did all. So mm-hmm. we went, and I, 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 and I went a bunch of times. Jamie went a bunch of times. But we, the first time we went together, um, we... Um, we weren't staying at the Belvedere, were we? No, we were Mm-mm. staying at... I forget. Some shitty hotel. Some shitty hotel. Um, but we did... The, this, the theater was Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Garmin, the hotel was Midtown, in, too. in the Garment District. Um, or was it near Tribeca? Or was it... No, the hotel The hotel was in Hell's Kitchen, but mm-hmm. but the the, the the theater was in Meatpacking, I think. I don't remember. Anyway, um, we... Um, uh, yes, I had, no, I had. No, I had. No, oh no 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 no. Okay, that's a joke. Okay. Anyway, um, it's my wife you're talking about, there, dude. Um, so I presume that you have had sex with your wife. I have had relations with my wife. Ah, you never know. Um. So we went to a um. Uh, so at the, at the end of each night, the the theater kids all ended up at the same bar, mm-hmm. like around the corner from the hotel, and the uh, the the bar was called the Blarney Stone. Now, mm-hmm. there were a couple of these in New York City that are now all gone. They were these shitty dive midtown bars. So um, we were there a little early, and we were, Jamie and I were drinking just pitchers of beer. Mm-hmm. Just drinking pitchers of beer. I mean, they, yeah. I yeah. Mean, just, yeah. and my wife likes to drink beer, and I like to drink beer, and we like to drink beer together. So mm-hmm. we were drinking pitchers of beer, and we were we were a couple of pitchers, and we weren't hammered, but we were, we were, we were tipsy. We were mm-hmm. doing pretty well. And I'm like, all right, I want a, co- I want a drink now, I want a cocktail. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I want a cocktail. I just want some fucking shots. Or something, you know. So we walk over to the bar, and I sit down at the bar, and I talk to the bartender. I'm like, how you doing, sir? He turns around and looks at me. And the thick Irish brogue's like, how you doing there? I'm like, what is your name, sir? And he goes, oh, my name is Killian. I said bullshit you are not telling the truth you are not an irish bartender named killian working at the blarney stone in midtown manhattan you're a liar you remember this he reaches underneath the bar pulls out his green card and work papers and his name's like killian no murphy or something just like irish mcirishan they mm-hmm. like just 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 you know like you know mickey mcmick boy just it was yeah. ridiculous and like, oh. yeah it's like all right well yeah you're 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 the real deal Boyer. I said, um, I said, um, I, I, I would like, I would like, what do you recommend? I, I, I want, I want a shot. So I'd like to drink a couple of shots. He's like, okay. I'm like, what do you recommend? He goes, well, do you like whiskey? I said, yes, I do. He goes, he's like, well, have you ever had a Belfast bomber? And I said, you can, by the way, you can j- jump in whenever you want. Thank you. Okay. Um, I said, um, he's like, have you ever had a Belfast bomber? I said, well, I don't know. What is a Belfast bomber? He's like, well, have you ever had an Irish car bomb? I said, well, I'm a fucking college student. Of course I've had an Irish car bomb. What are you doing? He's like, all right. So it's the shot. It's, it's, it's uh, Jameson layered with Bailey's. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, it's just the shot. I said, oh, well, that's lovely. I'll, I, I would love one of those. He's like, well, okay, fine. He lines up five shot glasses. He pours five out. You were there. You, I was there. This, this happened. happened. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'll tell you what, son. Called me son. I'll tell you what. You can drink these five right now. He goes, this is your girlfriend? Like I goes, you drink these five right now, they're on me. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. drink these five right now. They're on me. Okay, no problem. I'm a fat dude. Like, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, 
I drink as a profession. Mm-hmm. No problem. So, bang. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I look at my wife. Look at her straight in the eyes, and she says to me. That was cool. Do it again. <laughs> this woman has been so kind as to mm-hmm. accept my penis. Right. A lot. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? What do you say? I mean, what do you do? You, you say yes. Yeah. I look at the guy, and I'm like, five more. I said, hey, five more. <laughs> Get my pictures comped. He's like, he's like yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. He's like, you're not going to drink five more. Mm-hmm. Now, as I said, I've been drinking for a long time, mm-hmm. for a long time, and I have felt myself getting drunk. I felt myself, get, but I've never felt that moment, that moment where one just kind of teeters on the precipice and then falls off the other side, mm-hmm. okay? This was that night. Right. So I've got five shots lined up. First one. Tipsy, 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 done. Number two, tipsy, 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 done. Number three, tipsy, drunk, drunk, (sighs) I am blasted, and I've got two left. Mm -hmm. I don't even look at her. Yeah. I look it up, up at, I look up at this at this fucking Irish motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He's got a smile on his face and he just the fucking Spock eyebrow like mm-hmm. you know you're going to drink them boy. Actually, I was Scottish. Oh, you know you're going to drink them boy, don't you? Excited to be as fucking ridiculously mm-hmm. stereotypical as possible. You're going to drink those drinks now, aren't you, boy? Like my, like my like my fathers and grandfathers yeah. before me. So right, right. Now I'm not Irish, so mm-hmm. I don't feel any um, racial pride to do this. Except for all of a sudden, the Italian kicks up at me and says, "I'm not letting this Irish motherfucker tell me what I'm not going to do." Bang, bang, two, done, over. Oh my god, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. He's impressed. He's impressed. He was very impressed. He's impressed. He's got the he's got the look on his face of a man uh, looking at me like this guy must not get sex often because he just effectively just put a bullet in his head mm-hmm. for this girl. Like this is this is ridiculous. This is love, by the way. In case you're mm-hmm. wondering, this is love and. Mild alcoholism, like it was, it was, it was the perfect combination. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that was the last night in New York. And yeah, had to drive back the yeah. next morning. So, in a van full of really hungover people. So, yeah, I mean, at least I wasn't the only one. Right? Oh, no. So she and I, Jamie and I, <clears throat> stumble out of the. Jamie's pretty drunk too. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fucking kid yourself. Oh, I didn't stop at the pictures. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she was still drinking. Yeah, right. and she was drinking cocktails, sitting in Malibu Bay breezes. Um I think you were doing Malibu Bray Breeze. I don't think I used to drink those in college. No? I drank a lot of beer. Just drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. Um, not a whiskey drinker. No. no, no. Captain and Cokes. Do drink, mm-hmm. you drink some rum? Mm-hmm. We used to, uh, when I used to hang out in her dorm room, she used to have uh, this little- Seagram's mi- Lime Gin. You know, this mini mm-hmm. fridge and Seagram's Lime. My wife does not mm-hmm. like gin, but she loved the Seagram's Lime Gin. It was delicious It was Coke. really fucking And then good. later, they came out with- Coke with lime. Yeah. And it was the same thing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. awesome. So, cool. so I should mix Coke with lime with gin? Yep. 
I'll do it. I recommend rum myself, Coke with lime and rum, but that's just me. I thought you were recommending Coke with uh, rum with gin. <laughs> Coke with I'm, rum I with don't gin, like yeah. gin. Oh, sure. Why not? I love gin. Um, I, I like gin. I just don't like it with Coke. Um, anyhow, don't you're not leaving yet. No, she's trying to share with me so I don't have to be yelled across the room. <laughs> you don't need to be. Um, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> anyhow, um, we <laughs> stumble out of the bar, mm-hmm. and our, our hotel is... Worst case scenario, a block and a half. It was a block and a half. We just didn't remember which block and a half. Right. We knew the name of the hotel. We mm-hmm. had no idea what it was. We had no idea where we were mm-hmm. or how to get there. I'm dying. So I'm we dying. called a cab. <laughs> so, we, so we hailed a cab <laughs> to go a block and a half. Yeah. Yep. Sure did. So we fall into the cab, get to the hotel, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, get to the hotel, um, Go up to the hotel, immediately leave because we want something to eat. I think we went to a bodega across we the did. street. We, drew, we walked like a block and a half away. Mm-hmm. To go to a bodega. To get food. Yeah. Eat the food, come back, go to sleep. Next day, Jamie wakes up. She's like, hey, what? She's like, I had like three 20s in my purse. I have like two 20s in my or like one 20 in my purse now. Like, oh well, we didn't pay for drinks last night. She's like, I may have just given the cabbie twenty bucks for the for the for the two dollar mm-hmm. for the two dollar cab ride. I sure did. Yeah. yeah. I might have just been like, here, keep it. I mean It was she, worth it. it she would have had it. to because I wasn't verbal. Right. Like I was yeah. not verbal. I have I I have no memory of the cab ride. Uh-huh. I have memory going to get the 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 food I have no memory eating the food and I have no memory getting back to the hotel I have memory waking up the next day going where's my fucking money that that's that's what I remember so I think that is probably the drunkest I've ever been my thirtieth birthday I was pretty drunk too I mean I'm not gonna talk about your bachelor party at all oh shit when I had to carry you up a flight of stairs I don't remember oh. my bachelor party so that might uh, that happened all so quick though like. That's not a funny story, though. Oh, no, but... I went to my bachelor party. I got drunk. drunk. I beat the shit out of a guy a bunch. Yeah, that was... Um, And then my wife carried my drunk ass up a spiral staircase and put me in bed. Like, she fucking... Fireman's carried me up a fucking spiral staircase. So we'll we'll say the New York one. That's love. It is love. And I love my wife. I still married him after that. Yeah, she did. She did. All right. Well... Was that Doug's first question or second question? That was Doug's second question. His first question was, what do you want to... What what, what superhero... what, What comic book... Property that was Sam. No. No. No, we're done with letters. That was Sam. Sam was comic books. <sighs> uh, go back and read Doug again. That might have been Doug's first. Doug's first. What's the... Oh, no, no. Doug, Doug has a second question. I'm sorry. All right. See? Okay. I got memories. All right. <laughs> so uh, I assume that Jamie doesn't want to be here anymore. Oh, so. Probably not. No. What's the, well, what's the question? Let's see. Uh, it's, <gasps> it's actually a really easy question. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Doug asks... Are you a night shower or a morning shower? Oh, okay. It's kind of um, a letdown. I, I usually so. What I used to do is I showered in the morning and then I would work out in the afternoon and then shower in the afternoon. And now I'm just, I just shower after I work out so that I can wake up later. But I I prefer morning to night. Conzo. I don't know. It really depends on, uh, yeah, a lot like Joe. I like to wake up late, but sometimes I'll still shower in the morning. I do kind of prefer morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it feels good, but if I'm going out doing something later on anyhow, I'll shower at night. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. 
is whenever I don't I'm have free. a problem showering more than once a day. But I suppose to prefer, yeah, morning's mm-hmm. a pretty good one. Okay, Jamie, what about you? My shower preference would be to shower at night, but getting to work in the morning, I will never get going if I don't shower. Mm-hmm. So I have to shower in the morning now. When I worked from home, though, I would work all day and then shower at like four o'clock. Yeah, I remember that. You like that. And then I did like that. And then mm-hmm. go to rehearsal or, you know, do, go, mm-hmm. go out for coffee, do what I'm going to do, and then, you know, repeat. Yeah. So. Um, I tend to shower at night mm-hmm. or I shower in the, when I get home from work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I shower in the morning if, I don't know, if I haven't showered. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a preference. Right. I, I, I shower when, I, when I'm dirty. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Doug. It's kind of anticlimactic, but well, we spent forever on this first one. Yeah. That was pretty good. So let's thank Jamie for for sitting in with us. Thank Thanks, you, Jamie. 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 See, she dances the same too, just yeah. nondescript wiggling to the rhythm. It's a white person thing. All right, just like this. Yeah, yeah, just like this. All right, so that's going to bring us towards the end of the show now. How long is that all of our emails? This feels like a long one today. We are one hour, 48 minutes. This is a long one today. So that was letters. Um, Gonzo's Black 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 Magic Corner. Corner. Have you successfully contacted the demons? No, and I think I might swap up my game plan, you see. Instead of demons, maybe I should focus more on demons with an A-E. You know, like Like, like Matt Damon. like, Like Mailer Demons? No, like, uh, like you know, muses, Matt Damon. muses, oh. D A E, mm. not D E M. Yeah, D A E M. No, yeah. no, no, no. He he doesn't have an E in his in his name. Matt Damon. <laughs> but like you know, muses or 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 yeah, that sort of. But thing. you can't classical. Do that. You Damons. can't do that though. Damon. It, 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 it ceases to be black magic. At what about that point? devils? Which one do I like? How about fiends in general? Uh, I don't know. Devils are lawful. It demons can, are it chaotic. It can still be black ma- magic. What about ghosts? You ever talked to a ghost? No. Spooky no. ghost? I mean, are we going to change this to like Gonzo's Necromancy Corner? I, 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 well, I mean... Did you thank Mr. Skeletal? <laughs> Robots are real. So um, before we move on, you had mentioned that you wanted to get something uh, off your chest. I'm fine with it. You're now. all set? All yeah. right. Well, it's, it's not... Great content. It's something I'll I'll I'll, I'll you bitch about later. Briefly okay. after this, um, I have a very short rant today. Um, my rant is mostly about how. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. You, I gotta, no, I gotta, you, gotta, you can't <laughs> silence me. You guys can still hear me right now. They took themselves out of it too. They couldn't hear me. Which one of us? Is I can't find me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll do it again. All right. So um, I wanted to kind of relate what a little bit of what we do, uh, a little bit of this rant from uh, what we did last week. Gonzo and I talked about um, toxic fandom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reach over real quick and just flick Joe. But he's wearing headphones. Yeah, I know, but it's still, it resonated. Um, And I want to talk a little bit about militancy. Just take a second about militancy. I'm going to share with you guys a story. Um, and I'm going to kind of present this under the idea of militants hurt their cause more than they help it in general. Um, let's face it. In general, human beings as a species, like we talked about, are inherently defensive. 
Um, my first rant was about um, fear. You know, we talked about, you know, you, 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 we didn't talk about the Han Solo movie. We talked about things, you know, fear of the unknown and whatnot. Uh, if, but the fact is, humans in general, if, if they don't have a complete and total understanding of something, they're afraid of it. Um, so, uh, you know, as a result, whenever you put something across to another person that isn't 100% on their, you know, on their same wavelength, if you do it in an aggressive fashion, they're going to automatically be, um, pardon me, um, defensive. So let me give you guys a quick, just a quick story. I was reading, um, and it's kind of blown up since, but I was kind of re- we were reading an article about um, this woman who, uh, she's a vegan, and she just told a story on Twitter about how she, um, you know, kind of like drove up um, on her driveway and saw some kids uh, in front of the ice cream truck um, she, in English. It was, it was in England, so it was the ice cream van. Um, and her friend, the, the, the little girl's friends all had money to buy ice cream and she had no money to buy ice cream. So the little girl was crying. So this woman felt bad. This vegan woman felt bad and walked up to the ice cream van and gave the, 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 the guy a couple of pounds. The next thing you know, the kids got a nice ice cream sundae. She was so happy and she was just all psyched. Well, some douche twat. Um, who, uh, I'm not going to even give his Twitter handle, um, posted images of this woman's text and DM'd her and then kind of criticized her for a purchasing non-vegan ice cream for this child and then really kind of gave her the, the shit about how she wasn't a real vegan and that, you know, this resulted in an animal death and it was horrible and, you know, um, and this was real. This person was honest. This person was real. This Cunty McCunterson was real. Like, and of course, you know, there was a big backlash. You know, other vegans were like, dude, leave her the fuck. She did something nice for a kid. Jesus fucking Christ. Just because the kid doesn't, you know, is, you know, the kid isn't vegan. Like, why are you going to push? you know, push your, your, your fucking scene on this kid. So there's obviously a big positive outpouring for this woman buying this kid an ice cream, but it just made me think about, and you know, I feel strongly about a lot of things. All my friends feel very strongly about a lot of things. I'm not a proselytizer. I'm not someone that goes and tries to change people's minds. But if I have a belief in something, you know, I, um, I'm not going to smack somebody's head over with it time and time again to a point where, where, where they resent me. I have no, no chance whatsoever of, you know, getting that person to see on the same wavelength as me. Um, you know, and I'm, I have a lot of, you know, very inflammatory political, you know, uh, Rhetoric, as I've said before, I, I'm I'm a, I'm an ardent leftist. I have a great deal of 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 vitriol for people that don't have the same political ideals as me. Um, I don't get aggro on people. I don't. I, I you know I, I don't. Um, I'll defend myself. I'll defend those I love. I'll defend those around me. Um, but I you know I I, I try to um point my militaristic tendencies, my, my militancy, uh, 
um, instead of, you know, in direct face-to-face conflict, actually doing something constructive with it to change the way things are. You know, that's the ideal. I'd like to do that. Um, And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if you have strong beliefs in something that you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't, you know, let that flag fly. But the fact is you have to ask yourself when you're making those choices, when you're being militant, when you're being, you know, fervent, is your purpose really to change someone's mind or just try to aggrandize yourself? Um, and that's a biblical fucking question. Like, you know, the JC even asks, says that, you know, you know, don't, don't get out there and flaunt your religion to let people, you know, think how like holy you are, you know, you can take this at any level. You can go to religion with it. You can go to, you can go to, to belief with it. You can go to fandom with it. You can any, anything you want. The fact is, is that the moment that you try to discount somebody else for your fervor, you can't expect them to just change their ways and go, oh, well, I'm an asshole. So I just, you know, love what you love, do what you do, be who you are. And if you want to try to um, switch somebody your way, you have to be ready to do more than go, I'm, you know, the reason you need to do this is because I'm right and you're a moron. Um, I, you know, and, you know, it's common sense, but I just, as nerds, as geeks, as genre enthusiasts, we do have a tendency to um, do the same thing. Um, so I just want to put that out there. And, uh, you know, it's just back to what I said last week. You know, we're all in this together, people. So, you know, uh, all we can try to do is connect positively. So I wrote some of that down. So it's a little bit more, um, I don't know, a little bit more coherent than the last one. What do you think, Joe? Um, I think all things are possible through the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> that was louder than I expected. Oh, you didn't expect me to turn you back on, huh? Fuck you! Okay. <laughs> all right. So, um, I, I just didn't know I was coming in that hot. That's all right. Um, mm, and we're gonna call that. That's good to know. I'm that's gonna call that, I guess. Um, I'm always coming hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you told Rachel about her? <laughs> yeah. Who's this hot that I that I don't know about? Is it me? Um. I've been told I'm hot. Hot pockets. So <laughs> don't, do that. don't even get started. <laughs> oh, oh, coming in a hot pocket, huh? That's not a product placement that we want. That's what I call my flashlight. The hot Are we pocket. done? Are I don't know. I, I think we're done. <laughs> I think we can so, be done. Joe, why don't Ooh. you remind everybody well, after you take your dick out of the hot pocket, yeah, right. why don't you remind everybody how to, how to get in touch with us? Um, so you can get in touch with us. Uh, you can go to twitter.com. We're at Couch time, Grouches. It was all you can go to instagram.com. We're at Couch Grouches. You can go to Facebook. You, uh, we are facebook.com slash Couch Grouches. You can email us at couchgrouches at gmail.com and like I said if you go on our Facebook page right now it is so easy to contact us just drop us a line got anything else to say Gonzo? no? no? alright thanks we're going to call it then for Couch Grouches this is Jim I'm Joe I'm Gonzo fuck on audience you know what's really gonna fuck with him is that New London is in New England but new it's not in New Britain <laughs>